0: People, and when I get nervous, I walk, and usually I speak too quickly. So, if you can understand, it, you can just keep it to yourself and pretend you did. I'd be very, very careful who you talk to you about that because the person who wrote that is dangerous.
1: All right, well, welcome back to the pre election. I wanted kind of a new dun 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 dun.
0: I like don't, a news reel I didn't know that. sound,
2: I don't know. And how then to applause. Do that. Yeah, I wonder where that like, <laughs> that theme comes from. It's like you know you're getting some Dateful. nightly news. That's enticing. Political thing. Yeah. So when did? <laughs> I was kidding, like, so when did the fucking news
3: stop being news? Like, at, what date was it? Like, this is no longer news anymore.
2: Probably further back than we think. I think 70s is my guess. Yeah, like Walter Cronkite or something. I mean, like once TV started to blow up,
1: I think, do you think well, it's once we came t- all about ratings and not about what they were reporting, it was about how to get the most people to pay attention to whatever your business was, right? Is it the 24
2: hour news cycle that did Well, it? that, that's what set everything into like an explosion. But
3: the idea you think was worse than that. Um, yeah, I don't, so we're on election day. We are. It is probably
1: won't get released
3: till til after, after election day, which is why I kind of wanted to do it to see how ridiculous it would sound.
1: I'm really upset now that you told me where Mark is because I wanted him to be home like polishing bullets, <laughs> I know. cleaning his guns, fortifying his walls, which I know he's probably already done. But
3: all that shit's already. Yeah,
1: done. Mark would not be ready. <laughs> I know yeah. Y2K really
3: let him down, so <laughs> he's like hoping for. Well, and then the 2012 thing let him
2: down. Um, we let him down. Like the Mayan calendar apocalypse thing, yeah. I mean, or is it? The Con- Remember Coney <laughs> twenty twelve?
3: happened to that guy? I don't know. That, there's there's been a lot of letdown. I mean, it, basically every every prediction, you know, in the past, it didn't work out. the The, the world's still here.
2: I, I think that if if you can make a prediction mm-hmm. or a forecast or a poll, and it gets put out by major publication or mainstream media, you know that shit is wrong. Yeah. Like the COVID predictions, all the models. Yeah. Where, you know, I mean, the, we know, we saw the polls from four years ago mm-hmm. where they were like, Hillary's you know, going to 70, 80% chance Hillary wins. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen now,
3: but I don't think anybody knows. I mean, because it goes both ways. Mo- I got to say this because I, I think um, the people who I know are voting for Biden are kind of doing it as like a social responsibility, but I mean a social, uh, social as in their social group responsibility. Yeah. So not they like can, a responsibility no. to the so country they, or something. so they can but hang out with their friends and not feel guilty and be like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. voted for Biden. I did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And they're like, yeah, man, I don't know the world's <laughs> first, still shit. I voted for him, but off, it still sucks. You're
1: not allowed to hang out with your friends. It's uh, right. 2020. So let's get that straight. That's, that's off
0: the
1: table. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Mark just
3: sent me a picture of downtown Salt Lake all boarded up. Oh, nice. Yep, there you go. Yeah, I know. I saw a lot of cities are doing that. I'm for sure. I mean, so that being said, so I think that's people that are adamant by who people is there a person who actually is like pro Biden besides like, like the fact loves Biden yeah, as opposed to anti-Trump? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, is there a person that's like, man, his policy is sound. He's got a career behind him that just speaks volumes about his
1: integrity. The way he speaks is very eloquent and I'm behind it. <laughs> I love how articula- he articulates. He's, he
2: says words that exist. <laughs> I'm mushing
1: and a am Like,
3: I don't think there's that. And I don't want to like sound like I'm, man it sounds like i'm pro trump but i'm just talking about that this is how it goes right you can't like badmouth or like just point out obvious holes in in a candidate without sounding like you're for the other candidate so I, the people that i know that are going to obviously vote biden i think it's a social thing for them like it's a i really do think it's a colloquial tribalism thing they're just like well he's the democrat and you know trump is such a pile of shit which i kind of agree with like, yeah he's a dumpster fire for sure i mean his hair is even kind of there yeah of <laughs> looks like a like a, a <laughs> shitty version of a dumpster fire of, yeah and his body blows the body, blows at the body right is way. shaped like one so it's like i get that and then the people that i know are voting for trump aren't adamant trump support they weren't in like 19 you know 86 seeing home alone being like that guy's a good guy the guy's gonna be a president one day like nobody believes in him as like the best leader of the free world unless you're kind of a fucking
2: hillbilly well everyone that i personally know that i have an actual real life relationship with that is voting for trump did not vote for him four years ago okay they either didn't vote or they voted for democratic candidate or whatever here's where it gets weird i
3: also think he's become more popular
1: and i he has i did not see that coming that's you think weird... he's become more popular relative to the other candidate or just yes. in general? Yeah, I agree yes. with that. Um, because, I mean, first of all, it doesn't really matter.
3: I think we all kind of know that. Yeah, there's a guy and he makes a lot of noise and he sits in this chair and a lot of people will bitch about him. But the bitching just like switches back and forth. Like it, it's right now it's like, oh, my God, did you see what he said on Twitter. but. You know, back when it was Obama, I was like, oh my God, did you see he wore a tan suit? That's so unpresidential. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, come on. You know, there's some policy that gets put in place that, you know, alters the course of of our future, slowly but surely, um, through bad incentives. But I don't think any of it is like, fuck all the blacks, and then there's like a segregation law. Like, I don't think that is that's not what anybody's proposing, or maybe in the opposite way, like Biden might segregate based off of, you know, helping black people out somehow.
2: Do you do remember that University of Michigan? They had a... It was an online cafe, and they had a, a people of color only and a whites only. They had a POC section? <laughs> well, it was basically like they made the people of color one, and then they're like, and then white people get one too. But at the end of the day, it's still a whites only and a coloreds only. And they they did that on purpose. And I don't think they understand that in, you are asking for segregation yeah. and you're claiming it's... You're saying anti-racism and you're being really fucking racist. Yeah, yeah, for you're sure. You're saying anti-fascism yeah. and you're being really fucking fascist.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I think this happens all the time with just like not thinking things through, trying to jump on a bandwagon to gain popularity. Is it like you don't think about the implications of what you're doing? You know, I... I mean, what's the answer is like to solve racism. What, what do you do? What's the total like the not if we wanted to make sure racism was completely eradicated. What, what would your answer? It's about 24 hours. You have 24
2: hours to eradicate it. Uh, well, I think it might take a little bit more than 24 hours. But No, no, have- no,
3: no, no. That's that's your timeline.
2: We which just is kill everybody.
3: Exactly. That's the only answer genocide is the only answer to eradicate the species is the only answer to racism. So then you have to weigh it against how bad is racism? Like, is it my grandma's kind of racism that we talked about? That's like, Oh, lock the door. There's a hoodlum. Or like, is it like, you know, burn, put a, put a burning cross in somebody's yard and like, you know, beat or like, yeah. Shoot somebody attached to it yeah or like, yeah. Hang, hang somebody of color because they're like, they're not like you. It's probably somewhere in between most cases where it's like a subtle racism in um, the microaggression, maybe, if you will. Yeah, or like a private privately racist person. This is what kills me.' Is like, if people are racist, like, and, they're, and they're like hiding it, why are they hiding it? They're pretty bad racist. That's pretty bad. Right. Like you must not be very like convinced of your own supremacy.
2: Right. It's like if you have a bunch of friends of varying racial backgrounds, religious backgrounds, yeah. you know, sexual orientations or preferences, whether or not I'm allowed to use that term anymore. But orientation. Orientation. Okay. Is that like the direction you're pointed in? Is it like a compass or something? <laughs> it just spins. <laughs> <laughs> Orientation is a perfect word for it because you just never know where it's going (laughs) to end up. (laughs) But and so but so in your life it appears that you aren't, but then behind closed doors you are. Mm -hmm. You're just really bad at being a bigot. If the argument is, oh well, if you have black just because you have black friends, just because you have gay friends, whatever it is, I don't know. If you're nice to people and you have friends of varying backgrounds, you're probably not that hateful. Or
1: if you're nice to people and you don't have friends of varying backgrounds, you're probably also not that hateful. Maybe just grow up in an area where, like, you don't have variety to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's good, bad. I just I think it's indifferent. But I think
2: I think most people are generally good people and they don't want to do. Bad things.
3: I disagree with your assumption, but I'm glad that you have it because at least one of us is positive. (laughs) I think I'm
1: somewhere in between both of you. I think which is really weird because I don't know what that would be, but I think, I think most people want to be good and they end up doing shitty things, to a degree. Yeah, they want bad incentives. Be attached to this, you know, because we're highly tribal, tribalistic people. Yeah, and it's like you want to associate with this group, so you say the things, and now. We have media platforms where you want to like be a part of the thing that's happening and say the right thing mm-hmm. or, you know, and it has to be controversial and it has to be this way or no other way. And that's kind of, I think, where we're at in the world. I think there's too much to t- to keep track of, especially of
3: issues that aren't pertaining to most people. Yeah, Right. And that's to say, like, sorry, but in your daily life, like racism is not a problem. Like it really isn't. Uh, For most people. The argument against that would be you're privileged so you don't see it. I'm talking in general. Sure. Like, not just from my perspective. I'm saying, like, given the order of things that will make you live or die, racism is not even on the top 10 list. Yeah. When we're talking about what kills most humans. COVID. Mosquitoes, actually. (laughs) Oh. Well, well malaria killed it more
2: people than anything else has
0: exactly.
3: ever. Exactly. So that is number one when we're talking about what allows us to like keep living. That This is what I'm saying is like, what are the odds that racism kills you? And we're, we're, we can agree that that's like the most important thing is to first stay alive. The I mean, second thing might be to have a good life, but the first thing is to actually be alive.
2: If we're talking today in a developed country... Mm-hmm probably infinitesimal to small like infinitesimally small like fractions of a percentage like
1: arguably statistically insignificant Uh,
3: well that's two percent two percent of the population that means like out of that means out of everybody ever like let's say in a year there's 300 and we'll just call it 400 million people right Mm. statistically insignificant means less than two percent so you're talking about what is that to a lot of fucking four, people that's like 8 million people a year would die right anything less than 8 million people is statistically insignificant and there's no way it's 8 million people because <laughs> no we've done that that's called the Holocaust right <laughs> <laughs> and you might be associated
2: somewhere being a Jewish fellow yourself yeah that, that the Holocaust is a really weird thing because it's, Some people would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's our it's our arguably closest to modern. It's it's just this the the straight go to. It's why everything bad is a Nazi because sure. it's, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. thing that like sort of like in living memory about sure. And so it's it's just always it's kind of tr- it's treated really flippantly in a way. Uh, here's where I think it's
3: changed though. Like, I think directly after World War II, um, most people were not as afraid of Nazism and and, the, and white supremacy as they were when it started to gain more momentum and fear in the late 80s and 90s. When it reemerged, like all the way through the 60s and 70s, it wasn't like people weren't like, oh, fuck, look out. The Nazis are reforming. It, it wasn't. It's like. After it had dissipated, and the people who actually had to deal with it have started to die out and become old geriatrics, it's like we may we created another monster out of this idea that's what i like I don't think after it was defeated the actual fucking fascism that was defeated. I don't think people in America regarded it as a big fear. It was over with right mm. Mm-hmm. And I think it regained its its terror in the late 80s and 90s. And now it's like peaking again about, oh, man, the Nazis are coming. Like my brother said this about the, the Portland riots because he lives up there. And I was like, oh, is it super bad? Or is it like the same thing where it's like a two two blocks and they're, they're like whatever? And he's like, well, it wasn't bad at all until the white supremacists show up. And I was like. You mean like they identified themselves as white supremacist or you're calling somebody white supremacist that disagrees with you on how we should run policy? Because that's usually what it is. There's very few fucking white supremacists around and there's even less Nazis. There's I mean, if you wanted to find them, you go to northern Idaho. That's <laughs> where they're all at. We know where they're all at, you know, and maybe like maybe there's some like right like the Proud Boys is a good example. I don't think that that is a white supremacist group, but it gets marketed as that. The Proud Boys is a lot like the original National Front. They're nationalists. The guy who runs it is fucking Cuban. It's really hard to be a white supremacist and be Cuban. Same example, Michael Glover was in here. That guy is regarded as a white supremacist because he's right-leaning and he has kind of like, you know, survival mindset kind of deal that is more geared towards conservatives.
2: He's fucking Korean. <laughs> well, do you remember that that uh that college student, the debate student, that video I, I showed yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got he lost that high school debate because he cited Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro. Sure. And the the teacher said that he was you're he was not allowed to cite white supremacists. Uh, a Jew. Ben Shapiro is an orthodox Jew. <laughs> yeah, he wears yeah. a yarmulke yeah. every day. hmm and jordan peterson never really talks about whiteness in any way shape or form he's canadian so you know he's not a white supremacist he's a pretty nice guy bucko he is i I mean but this is what i'm talking about it doesn't mean anything anymore so
1: i was taking a sports psychology class for a while and i cited a jordan peterson reference from his first book maybe his only book i don't know if he has more than one at this point because this was 2017
2: maps of meaning or 12 rules for life 12 rules
1: for life okay and I had to redo the paper because it wasn't like a credible source to be citing for this specific
2: class. Really? Yeah. Do you does the citing an author? Is that what we're like? It wasn't like peer reviewed research. Yeah, but like, if you understand the nature of peer review, right, you would understand. You would realize it doesn't mean fucking anything. It doesn't. Like, have you are you guys familiar with the whole like Brett Weinstein uh, lab mice thing? Uh, I think so. So he when he's an evolutionary biologist, and when he was a grad student, this is for like the mice that were like inherently yeah they like, had they had longer telomeres. It basically means yeah, they they're were, more resistant to all. They were disease. bred to be like more resilient than. Well, it's not that they were bred purposely for that. It's just they were bred in captivity, and that's just sort of the evolutionary outcome that came of it
0: okay
3: well here's where i don't get that like it's not okay to cite people that pertain to a certain part like i get it it sounds super fucked up to be like hey to prove my point i'm gonna quote hitler right whatever i i get that that sounds really fucked up it's assuming that everything that he thought and did was wrong but we have a whole host of um pharmaceuticals that were developed in really unethical ways by nazi germany like methamphetamines and Adderall, it's like if you have used Adderall, you've used a fucking Nazi drug. It
2: was developed by them for performance enhancing. Yeah, I mean they they did a lot of, I don't want to say great, but so, a really effective science. Yeah, they, they that, broke some boundaries, and so they, that we they could might know have some stuff. broken a lot of ethical, yeah. you know, boundaries to do it. But we don't just we take full advantage the knowledge of right because in the sense that would be completely wasting all of the. The, the horrible things that were done. Yeah. Now you're just saying like, well, let's just we'll we'll allow all those horrible things to happen. We'll wipe the slate clean and now we'll try to find new answers. When I mean if something if something is a I don't you know don't want to use the term a scientific truth, but if we've learned something from our past, removing it from our, our knowledge base doesn't really seem to be an intelligent thing to do.
3: Well it's <laughs> I, I just don't get it. I, I mean, there, there. I'm trying to find out. I know there was some vaccines that they developed, and it might have been for polio or something. But I know they're responsible for like most SSRIs. And if you know how many people are on those drugs today, everybody, you're it, like,
1: yeah, just about everybody over the age of fifty.
3: You're using a literal like white supremacist Nazi drug, but I can't quote something that like came from an Orthodox Jew who is white, like. There's something inherently wrong with the fucking world when that's the rationale behind it. I mean,
2: if if Isaac Newton was a white supremacist, would we just not, like, we'd be like, fuck gravity. It's not real. Would that serve us? My guess is by all standards, he was. Probably. Like, I mean. To
1: to, today's standards.
2: Yeah. Back then, he
3: was just. He was just a normal dude. In which case, like, what am I today
2: that will be revered as evil later? Well, that that's where the whole idea of right side of history is just the right. most nonsense thing ever. That's right. Like, you think that you know how history is going to turn out, and you think that what you say and stand for now is just going to stand for eternity? Yeah. It'll never be wrong?
3: I mean, to be honest, like, if we're going into the future and seeing the biggest problem that will affect Society and in the human species would be overbreeding, right? So they might look at us like, "Oh my God, they're from a time where they actually procreated." That is fucking disgusting. Like they ruined yeah, so, the world. Something like that is going right. to happen, right? And you're we like, should want that to happen. tear down that statue? He had like three
1: kids, <laughs> but like, shouldn't we? Don't we want that sort of like? I mean, hopefully, people see that as progressive in a way, since the planet's kind of falling apart. Where we can look back in fifty years and be like, "Ooh, man! Like he's not a bad person. That's just how it was back then. Right. And now we've learned from it, and we're gonna evolve.
2: You're as a byproduct a po- of your time. Right. P- people think that if they weren't Germans in the '30s, that they would not have been Nazis. Like the <laughs> yeah. chances are that you yeah. fucking would oh, have been. Oh, you
3: mean because people don't think they're highly influenced by media and propaganda says all the people they are like Bernie or death. And now they're like Biden or nothing. The, <laughs> like, the...
0: What
2: the fuck the you... Babylon B had that mean. It's like man who is supported by academia. The media major yeah. tech companies is part of the resistance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, do you, I think we're way too comfortable
3: for there to be anything other than temper tantrums. Although I'm kind of hoping for it. Like I kind of want to see a little fracture in society. Like I want to see like this family's like, you voted for who? And they just start like murdering
2: each other. Um, I don't think we're far off. You do, I feel really? like
1: Americans are too
2: soft. I think they are too. They're, they're too soft for the, for like the actual violent part. Right, but that's the but part that's that the party's like but, referring to. But yeah. the thing is, so what what you're seeing right now, like through the riots over the year, right? Yeah, and you know, th- let's just sum it up and just like call it like antifa. Yeah, that violence is very different than something that you might consider to be whether it be some sort of right wing violence uh-huh. or like real, real, uh, real aggression and and. Direct upfront violence It's like, it's like sneaky violence right. it's, it's at night You're wearing masks and you're like throwing random shit And it's all like It's all this like sneaky It's a very weird approach to violence Well it's because
1: like, we're soft Exactly. Yeah, so, you don't so, want any,
2: but you don't want
1: any rebuttal to your violence. So you need to be sneaky about it. Exactly. Nobody so wants it's, to it's, be violent. They
2: want to be destructive. They don't yeah. actually understand violence, and they haven't experienced true violence. Yeah, it's not but Ramadi, they, but they right? don't know what else to do, and because they're like, "I am now going to resist or revolt or whatever it is, mm-hmm. anarchy," they they don't have any any training. They don't have any understanding. So they just do like throwing random shit, <laughs> right. mall top yeah, 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 yeah. cocktails, and then just like booking it and so running the other here's direction.
3: Here's where you're a little bit off. The accounts of what's actually going on are actually highly organized. Like in, in, yes. in, in the parts where um, they're chasing cops, like people who appear to be law enforcement but undercover, they have like a way to disarm them with, bright lights and strobes and lasers and pinpoint people that they're attacking and have like a fleet of cars and people that go around beating the shit out of them. That's highly, highly um, organized on
2: the days that they happen. I'm not saying it's not organized, right. but it's the, the tactics that they're using are these, I don't really know how else to describe besides it's like, it's, it's like a, it's a, and it's a really aggressively sneaky, kind of thing it's like not willing to actually deal with right you want to you want to insulate
3: against any kind of retribution which is why you're sneaking around yes
1: I also I could be wrong about this but I feel like you know the antifas of the world Mm -hmm. when it looks like they're like oh throw something and run away because we're a little bitch I think they're actually doing it to incite everybody else around to then start doing other things and they don't want to be known as the one that started it just like oh these are what riots are this is how it started let's back up to the start
3: of basically America right so you had a, a group of people the loyal nine and the, all the whatever the, all the like underground societies that were like literally planning a revolution which is absolute insanity to be at the brink to be like you know what it's fucking worth it let's fuck this military up like let's just start shooting from the trees and like starting to like actually kill people that are in the way of us being a free society that to understand that is also to be like, whew, like you really, life has to be pretty fucking terrible yeah. for you to take that step collectively. And then you got to have enough people to make it a realistic ambition. So right now, people are like, yeah, resist. You're like, what are you talking Resist what? Like, what are you resisting? Just a president that tweets or are you resisting, you know, re- resisting, you know, Twitter's doing something that you disagree with and you can't post your flag. And so you're like kind of mad about it. The re- it's kind of a joke, but you got to think back then there were some pussies like there's going to be some people's like, fuck you guys. You guys are crazy. I'm not fucking firing at the English like they'll kill me and my whole family. There's probably a lot of people that are like, you guys are on your own. And then after it's settled, they're like, thanks, guys. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, like, totally. There's going to be, I think now the majority are the people that are like, you're on your own. And then there's a couple people, but it'll be, well, what are we going to resolve? Like the resolution to me, I think is really strange because I do see a dev- I see two different countries right now, mostly because 50% of the people that are, um, against let's say conservative let's call them liberals they won't even raise an american flag that's a symbol of like white supremacy or whatever that that's really weird to me they're like the country that you live in that you want to reform you don't associate
1: with so and, and the country that allows you the freedom to do exactly what you exactly
3: doing.
2: and i would say man we really should split down the middle I mean, is there, is there another solution if our culture is this divided?
3: I, I don't think so. No, we, we've gotten, there's too many people, there's too many different ideas, and now we can't even agree on the tenets and principles that make us a binding culture.
2: Right, I mean, you have, you have like actual democratic politicians who want to rewrite the Constitution. Yes. Which should be fucking insane. Or, or it's part of the, let's
3: start another country with these rules and I would be like awesome I really kind of like the old rules I think they're pretty good like they're pretty close right like I want to be able to say what I can without fear of retribution from the government censoring me I want to be able to protect myself therefore I I agree with the second one I can go down the list and be like you know that one doesn't really apply to me but you know I think it's important it's an important concept Um, as soon as you get rid of any of those I go whoa I'd be really freaked out to live in that kind of society but the thing
2: is I think that a lot of people who say that they're against it Mm -hmm. would be too. They just don't understand.
3: I know, but I want to give them the opportunity
2: (laughs) (laughs) And, and well, and that that's where it comes in. Like the, the, the people who are saying like, Oh, all you, all you people like worried about getting like censored. Like, what do you, what do you have to say that you're so worried about getting censored? Like, I don't think that, you know, if you have, if you want to say something that's offensive, like, I don't think you should be able to say that. Right. But they don't. They don't understand that at some point, what they want to say is going to be considered offensive, and they're going to be upset about it. Right. Where does it stop?
3: Yeah. I, so you're just saying like people have a <clears throat> a really hard time recognizing. They
1: just have no foresight. Plus, sure. Why is saying something offensive bad?
3: No. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't, I don't think it is either. I, I mean, I understand like being offended by certain concepts like i'm offended by the concept of being uh, able to have as many children as you want yeah like that offends me so i just don't do it and then people that do do it i kind of make fun of as like you're a disgusting human being you're basically like a a vaginal conveyor belt
1: (laughs) yeah and i like again like (laughs) I don't think saying things offensive is wrong. I also think if you say offensive things, you should be okay with the consequences yeah. that might come with the offensive things that you're saying.
3: Right, that lady that like posted that tweet or whatever that like flew to Africa, the original like sh- internet shaming that the happened.
2: The first person, yeah. It yeah, was like the <laughs>
3: first person who was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what happened to her? And she just made like a sh- follow. She had like 100 followers. And she made some, I forgot what it was. She, but said, it was,
2: like, she said, I'm going to Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Just kidding, DK, I'm, white. I'm white. Yeah, yeah, yeah
3: terrible joke i mean probably funny privately to a bunch of people that would uh, know her personality or whatever know that she was joking i'm i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that she's not really a white supremacist like but, she's not the but if you actually
2: and... listen to what she's saying yeah she's not saying that i'm a better person no. because i'm white she understands the privileges she's afforded <laughs> by being a, a a white person of certain amount of wealth that she's going to have good medical care and she's not going to get AIDS, or technically she's just making a joke statistically. Yeah,
3: like y- you could make the same joke about like, ah, I'm gonna, you know, hope I don't get COVID. Just kidding, I'm not a fat, morbid, obese person that has type two diabetes. You'd be like, well, statistically, yeah. you don't. Know. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you could lose your job for that, uh, or or like whatever. So as soon as like. I think the Internet started revealing that kind of behavior where you're like, oh, we can affect people. And this is where I think the real aggression is is pointed is not throwing rocks and violence because people are soft now. Mm. Like the people that want to resort to violence are usually capable people and they don't want like even if you're a
2: capable person, there's always the
3: risk of like, you know,
2: I think those are the people who. They don't, they don't want violence because they understand violence. Exactly, yeah. The people who are saying like, let's burn this mother down.
1: Oh, they have no fucking have, idea yeah. what they're saying. You know, the,
2: the, I get, yeah. like, the vast majority of tweets mm-hmm. that are coming from, you know, burn it down, resist everything is coming from people sitting in an air-conditioned room on their $1,000 iPhone. Right. Like, <laughs> what, what life are you hoping to get by burning it all down? Like, what don't you think that you have?
1: Yeah.
3: But
2: people
1: say icky things on social media, Josh, and it hurts my feelings, and I want it to stop. So we need to get rid of the police.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, fuck. It's really... I I honestly think tomorrow it's going to be... There might be a couple bitchings, like, depending. What do you think is going to do it? Let's get some predictions.
1: I I think people are going to riot regardless because that's, like, the norm for 2020 right now. Like for it's one of the only ways you can go out and gather with your friends.
3: I think if
2: Biden wins, there won't be riots actually
1: possible. I don't think Biden's going to win.
2: Really? Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't think there's a chance in hell. Really? I, I think there's like a 0% chance. And I think it's entirely because of the riots that have already happened this year. If there was no COVID Trump would have had a good economy and you just would have won again. Right. People wouldn't have been super charged to vote. Oh, right. okay. Then COVID happened and then I think everything flipped. Sure. I th- I thought Biden was Oh well this is it now. Now Biden's going to win. Yeah. Once all these people across the country who were just trying to go about their lives and just pay their bills. Yeah, yeah. were having everything that they worked for and owned burned down and they no longer felt safe in their in yeah. their cities and everything. They were just like fuck all of this shit. Now I have a reason to go out there and vote because Mm. I now feel like my life is in jeopardy.
3: I mean, my livelihood is at stake.
2: Yeah. And so I don't think, I don't think that Biden has a chance of winning. And if he did win, I, I don't really know if I think there would be riots or not. But knowing that everyone is boarding up They're boarding up because they know Trump is going to win.
1: Well, I I also think um, isn't to
2: riot a fair. Sorry, isn't to riot a fairly liberal activity though. I mean, like in modern times, I think, but I I don't know if there's there's not a history of. I I mean, I'm not saying protest. I'm saying like burn shit down and throw
1: stuff. It's 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 not a fairly. It's not a conservative act. So I think one of two things: it'll be a riot if Trump wins. Or it'll be some sort of aggressive celebration if Biden wins, because
3: oh, interesting, like
1: uh like when the Red Sox won the World Series, yeah, and they yeah, burned yeah. fucking cars, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, like, like you're like we're gonna destroy shit. our city because yeah. our baseball team won. And you're like that doesn't make sense. is <laughs> so awesome. But I I'm also sorry. think there's you know there's the Antifa's of the world that have these plans for creating and inciting riots regardless. No matter of who what, wins. yeah, no matter. The and they're gonna be like, we have the stuff set up. It's all in place buildings are already prepared for it the streets are cleared police are
2: expecting it we might as well just fucking go do shit can we agree on one thing though that regardless of what happens there will be mass crowds of people who were saying stay home covid be safe (laughs) sure they are going to take to the streets whether in protest or celebration Mm -hmm. and they're not going to be social distancing Of, of course yeah but you won't but hear... we've
1: already decided in America that it you don't need to wear a mask or social distance when but the you virus protest. knows the virus yeah. knows you it's like your sitting morals. at a table at a restaurant you have walls up at your table when your mask is off that the virus can't spread anywhere. same thing happens in a protest. Mm-hmm. if you're holding a sign in protest of something that is social justicey, the
2: virus is kind of but the virus also knows that when you're getting up to go to the bathroom and then you need to be. Oh, from again. the restaurant yeah. yeah it
1: does like no no it's a highly intelligent virus
2: well that's why it's racist but that is are you also saying accurate? that <laughs> that intelligent people are racist <laughs> I'm
3: saying that intelligent uh intelligence is racist. intelligence is racist
2: actually I, i'm pretty sure that fits along with the critical theory guidebook it could be yeah i mean if, uh, if being on time is racist then <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry what uh, yeah that's a part of whiteness is being being on time is is considered a form of white supremacy yeah, Th-
3: that what was a culture of whiteness, right? That yeah, was the paper. So was
2: outer space.
3: <laughs> outer space is apparently very white, um, even though there's, you know, people of color that are astronauts. It's still a white
1: concept. I mean, I know dieting is racist, but I did yeah, not for, know being on time or being punctual was inherently a this white premise. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know.
3: Other than obviously there was like an inciting incident that pointed out, you know, police brutality on, you know, different populations that happen to be people of color most of the time or whatever we're, we're drawing the conclusion to and how that theme gained so much momentum as the, again, if we look at the cause of death that might happen no matter what, just as a human being in the world, police violence isn't going to be up there on the top 10. Not anywhere close. because. If you have malaria, the thing right below that is heart disease. And the thing right below that is something attached to obesity or whatever. Diabetes, Diabetes. Yeah. stroke, yeah. So, like, Cancer. The, the list of reasons to die, you don't get into, like, the nefarious ones until, like, number 30 or something. So
2: it sounds like you care more about fat shaming than you do about racial justice. Me? Yeah.
3: Um, I don't care about either one. I mean,
1: I don't spend time on either one. I, don't I think I'm thinking. still spending time on I hate being late and I hate when people are late. What does that make me? White? Damn it. I <laughs> You are white. I am definitely white. Sorry, These I'm just days. still trying. 100 around. years
3: ago you would have been Italian, but I'm like but you've outlived your That's I mean, true. you've become you've become privileged. Right. In the last 100 years, your people, your people. I thought
1: being
2: on time was just like a masculine thing, but <laughs> Being well,
3: late is definitely thing. Well, don't forget that, sexist that, too. that
2: masculinity is also things that are supposed to be you know, destroyed and broken down.
1: So what am I supposed to be? Then why are so many men how, construction workers? How do I act? Well, I, what do I need to do to be woke? I, <laughs> I need to be late. Take some coffee. I need to be
2: a little more effeminate, which, mind you, I
0: have here's, blonde here's highlights in my hair right now. <laughs> you're,
2: you're a straight white man there's never going to be enough that you can do to what, what are we accomplishing though? I, this is nothing. My, so we have all these
3: hypocritical, th- like the confluence is, is what
1: that- I feel like we're uh, accomplishing segregation and like multiple different levels and multiple different facets of life by grouping everybody based on their color, their sexual orientation, the size mm-hmm. of their feet their hair color, What's next? the size of their knees, how well their mobility is, whatever it is. Like that would every actually be a useful... little thing is getting <laughs> broken down so everybody can be lumped into very specific groups.
2: Imagine if we just broke people down into their skill Which set. seems yeah. dangerous. And
3: then we're right into communism because you're like, hey you, you can touch your toes, there's trails. Hey you... <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey you, you know masonry work. We know what you're doing for the next fucking 30 years. You're building us all these concrete fucking buildings to Stalin I what I don't get like there's uh, you're gonna run into problems I know you're a fan of this too because I think postmodernism has finally started to infect like actual logical theory which it didn't the Frankfurt school didn't really have that effect to start it was kind of a laughing it was like yeah, yeah we get what you're saying there's absurdity and we understand that you're gonna run into paradoxes through philosophical thought but now the Frankfurt school and postmodernist is like a taught, accepted theory, which is that there is no truth. Can one of you
1: explain postmodernism and the Frankfurt School that you're referring to?
3: So the Frankfurt School is basically like a group of uh, philosophers that got together to develop this idea, postmodernism, which I guess in the easiest concept is there's no such thing as truth, which I kind of agree with until it comes to practical application. Um, When you have... Because there's fact, and then there's truth, right?
1: And so every truth for each person is different perspective. Yeah.
3: So it w- it's basically a take on that, but instead, it's become uh, my personal truth, right? Like that. Instead of saying there is no such thing as truth, they're saying my personal truth is the only truth that matters. Right. It's become very like yeah, like this know. is what I believe. So therefore, you also yeah. have to believe. Would you this. agree with that? As like a pretty summation. For yeah. It's in
2: in simple terms, it's. It, it, there is the the breakdown of the idea of, like, facts and truth. And that's where things like logic and math and time are considered... White. White, I guess, because white is the boogeyman. Right. Right? And, and my my own personal truth, my lived experience, it, you know, in a sense is kind of a form of sol- solipsism, but it's just, like, that is the truth. But your... The way that we're treating it today, it's like that is only the truth if you are of like some sort of marginalized person. Right. Um so the the way that, that all this stuff has sort of like subverted through our culture and our institutions and <laughs> in our in our schools and 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 not just that, but like, you know, the the you have you're having the government and and the military and, and nuclear bases sort of teaching this like critical theory Corporate approach sorry, to, yeah. to race um it's 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 not something that came from hey this has some merit and it's coming from like a top down where it got success it it came through almost like from the bottom up it's a, it, yeah. it, it it like horizontally spread throughout culture and then now what everyone cares about is this supposed um social moral value and so nothing matters if it's not viewed as the lens of does this lead to more the You know it's D- DEI It's diversity equity and inclusion And so if something does not Directly contribute to that Then it doesn't have value So now that sort of Brings itself up To the where people don't want to be Considered bigoted or racist Or homophobic whatever it is And it's pervade all of culture Not while you're seeing this year Every major corporation is now Like you know this thing that thing whatever black lives matter or 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 whatever the 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 phrase that is popular that month or whatever the cause is um the latest hashtag yeah and like and you know they they call it like woke capitalism it's like you know nike enslaves a bunch of little chinese kids but they're like black trans lives matter right as if like that makes any sense right
1: just Um, parroting the like you said, the narrative, the most recent hashtag, whatever is right. popular, even though in the background they're doing all of this other horrific well, shit, possibly.
3: Yeah. And it, they've become very clever because there's a lot of reasons like why wouldn't they build fa- like the whole uh, Milton Friedman theory of like economics is like moving, moving things forward in the temporary to maximize profit. But if you look at things on the longer scale, the long investment is always the way to go. So to invest in infrastructure to build your product in China, the thing that helps you most is the separation to how you gain it, the profitability based off of the margin, which is a Milton Friedman thing, but also um, the idea that you can build stuff there and there's a blackout on real information. Censorship is the biggest way to invest to do things kind of under the radar because you know they won't come out of China directly because they have control over media platforms. So, as a company that wants to cut corners and make things kind of the cheap way and kind of take advantage of labor laws or whatever. That's a real in, that's a really hard thing to not want to be a part of. As far as like, hey, we can hire, you know, make people work hours that is unsustainable to get this product for really cheap, and also no one will ever really find out the details of it because there's a blackout in China. Or by the time that it comes out, you would have already made all this money. Right. Yes, exactly. And people are now dependent on the product because it's so excellent or whatever and affordable. Cuz what would an iPhone be if it was built in the US like 10 grand? Like what like what would the actual cost
2: of an iPhone be? I mean I have no frame of reference, something like that, but if you if you take in all the, the way that we have our labor laws, I wonder it, it would have I'd, to be magnified.
3: I bet I could I probably can't Google it because Google's probably hiding it, but I could. You could probably, probably duck duck go it. <laughs> yeah, I could duck duck go it. How much would an iPhone
1: cost if made in the US. It's like error does not compute. <laughs> yeah, right. File so,
2: file four oh four error. So what do you think the application is of something like Friedman's philosophy to what's happening in our culture right now?
3: Oh, so here, um uh it's already been done, talked about. So um iPhones, so making of all the parts in the US would push the price of the iPhone's components from $190 to around $600. If the materials alone are costing $600, it could stand to reason that the iPhone would cost about $2,000 retail, so twice as
2: much.
1: I was going to say, or Apple makes less of a profit, but we know that's not a thing. No,
2: it's not. I mean, do you think any fewer people would buy the iPhone? No. You just put it on a payment plan? Yeah. People aren't paying for
3: them now. It's yeah. just literally a payment plan. Yeah. But the payment plan works out in an organized way so when the phone goes to shit or a new model comes out, you can like just transfer roll over, over the yeah. charges in 2000. I mean, they'd have to change the monthly payment structure and then people might start to think about it differently.
1: <clears throat> would there be more money for people to buy those things when they're more expensive if more of the stuff was made in this country?
3: Well that so that goes to what I'm talking about. The long game is not how much profit that I can extract immediately by way of, you know, overhead cost, you know, profit loss kind of deal, but how much I can make by ensuring that the future of my community that supports this product that I sell them is actually getting better. And, th- and that's where it stands to reason that companies that make billions of dollars inside of communities that don't pay taxes is a very short-term narrow uh, view of the world. Um, Amazon being one of them, like taking advantage of like just the bare minimum of what you can give to workers. But as opposed to people like IBM is a good example, cause they kind of did the opposite. They took some hits and, and they've, they've gone back and forth. Like some people criticize them for their practices, but for the most part, knowing that my grandfather worked for them, it, they made it a staple practice to take care of their employees almost no matter what. So uh, although my grandfather had retired from IBM and he came down with Luz Garrick's disease, they paid his entire medical care. They, they went and rewrote his contract so that, that they would cover all of his medical.
1: That shit doesn't happen anymore. Not at all. That never happens. And f- like, Or small businesses try to do that, yeah, but exactly. there's so many fucking loopholes to jump through right. and red tape to run through that it's fucking impossible.
3: But their idea inherently was actually like our community, like serving the people that may, helped us was the most important thing. And that that's kind of like, I, I would say it's not like we're the best practice of it, but that kind of is what we do in our stupid small business is be like the people who actually contribute and and help us create things. No matter what happens, the rule of thumb is to take care of them first, not to have a profit margin, not to have like perpetual growth. And I got this. We're refinancing our house right now, which is really funny because it's a fucking pain in the ass. Like right now, because I think banks know inherently that everybody is losing their job and everything's kind of turmoil. They're going like above and beyond to try to ensure that you have stable income. So you have to
1: like prove fucking every everything. little
3: detail of every little thing. So I got a question from like, I keep getting questions from the underwriter and one of them was like, um, why did, why did your company not make as much money in 2019 as you did in 2018? And it's like by a couple hundred dollars or something. And I was like, Oh, sorry, I forgot. Not all of us are banks and have perpetual increased income. Like, it's this idea in Milton Friedman fucking economics that everything must grow perpetually forever until it crashes. Right. So you have a business that basically grows 14% a year, otherwise, it's a fucking failure. And that's how. But then the economy crashes and those businesses go under, and ours stays sustainable. Yeah it's just like ours will oscillate between sustainability to another sustainable up to a more sustainable up to sustainable
2: it's it's longevity though it's total longevity
3: yeah. for, for now i mean you never know maybe we we'll run out of
2: ideas or people get sick of fucking but but hearing. in the sense like you know what you're talking about is kind of could be looked at as like a business karma yeah right yeah. and and not just like in the sort of like metaphysical sense but if people know that you're a company that takes care of its employees mm-hmm they're going to want to work for you. Yes. And if you, ha- if you... Like, you know, going back to the iPhone thing, if we... Or if Apple built the iPhone here and got all the parts mm-hmm. and materials here, that would go into the pockets of Americans. Yes. Which would contribute to the economy. Yes. So they might, they might not have the same margins or make as much money, but in the long run, our economy would be better off. There are more consumers. No, instead...
3: They host a an American opportunist business here in America, but they're actually located in a place that they get the biggest tax deductions and they manufacture in the place that they can take advantage of human labor.
1: And then all the profits go to three,
3: four, five, and a then dozen people and then they post a black square and act like that their everything
2: is cool. Like this whole this this is the problem. Like, well and so like that the the theme or at least like what this year has sort of uh unveiled i think or made apparent to me is that some people and that can be individuals it can be companies it can be politicians whatever it is they decide what to do based on its appearance and not on its actual downstream effect yeah so posting a square does not mean that you do anything in your life for any form of justice right, right. what you what you claim that your policies are for if it sounds good mm-hmm. versus does it actually help the people you claim that it's going to help? Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it is a, um, I wouldn't say that it's uh, like a disconnect. Cause I, I think in a large part people, kn- un- they know what they're doing. They know that this doesn't cost a lot. We just have to say this or let's yeah. frame it like this. Or, or I mean, I guess that's what propaganda is, right? Let's just brand it, brand it, it as this thing. And then, Do whatever we want with it, which is why, like, again, going back to the, the like anti-fascist thing, Mm -hmm. just because you say you're anti-fascist doesn't mean anything. Just because (laughs) you say it's the Patriot Act doesn't mean anything. It's like, you know, Black Lives Matter, whatever it is, all these things are labels. Mm -hmm. It's a marketing tool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it doesn't mean that the actual value or the effects that are going to come from what that thing is called are going to actually contribute to. Improving that thing Well I still haven't heard to this day Like from
3: I guess there's no central leadership For Black Lives Matter Which is even harder to kind of Tell what is going on With like What is the proposed method For improving relations Between races in the US
2: I don't know But their donations Go straight through Act Blue To Democratic (laughs) candidates Ignore facts And just
3: focus on the words That I'm telling you Black Lives Matter
1: Is fucking Thurk here again? If
3: you disagree, then you're a bad person. No, the the idea though, like uh, this is what I'm saying is like, I don't even care about that. I I get that they funnel into lobbying groups and and they might even think, even though it goes against, I don't know, every statistic possible that um, the Democratic Party supports um, people of color better than a Republican Party because I don't think that it does um, statistically. But let's imagine that all of that shit is irrelevant. Still, what's the idea? Like, if if I have, if you're like, hey, Josh, you want to start a company? And I was like, yeah, I want to start a company with you. And you're like, cool. What's the idea? And I was like, I don't know. And you're like, cool. I guess we have nothing. Let's just call it something. No, though. no. Give me the money. We'll figure it out. Like, yeah, I know. Maybe we'll figure it out one day. But by the time, I don't know how much money they made, but it was I don't know 100... over, over a billion dollars. Right. Yeah, it was close too. Um, um, so now you have a billion dollars, and you still have. Not one idea.
2: Well, I can't say what what their message or movement or, you know, actual money is directly going to. But the the idea that is getting pushed around the most right now and, you know, like Kamala Harris just posted a little like a little comic, a little cartoon thing Mm -hmm. about it. It's the concept of equity, right? Right, right. Yeah. It's the idea Oh yeah, the equality versus yeah. equity. So, you know, the 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 sort of like you know, quick description is like equality is equality of opportunity and equity is equality of outcome, right? Uh-huh. Equal opportunity versus equal outcome. So the idea is that and that's kind of like where reparation comes from, if you give people who are disadvantaged, you give people essentially just money or positions or or, or or uh, enrollment in schools mm-hmm. that the end goal is that all people will just be the same,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which is communist, <laughs> which goes, well, no, I think it goes against nature. Well, it, it is uh, because, I, I, and so like this, like I, un- unfortunately started spending a lot more time on Twitter this year because why not? And, uh, Politics dominates Twitter yeah, And so you have a lot of What otherwise would be considered fringe ideologies Very prominent on Twitter mm-hmm. And two of the most that I encounter Is uh, Anarcho-capitalism And anarcho-communism mm-hmm. And both sides claim To be the true anarchy Right But the, the thing that I've noticed that comes from the communist side Is their Interpretation of anarchy Thinks that there will be no hierarchies but the only way to enforce or the only way for there to be no hierarchy is, is to enforce that right which, which means that's becomes from a, from a form of governance yeah, yeah. a governance right? right so in nature the rule like the the laws of nature win and some people are predators and and some right. things are prey and the 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 food chain sort of sets itself nature is inherently hierarchical so the only way to get rid of that is to try to constantly be like cutting people off at different places and force them into this like arbitrarily equalizing things. Right. Right. But that, that would somehow think that like we all as, I mean, look at the three of us in this room. Yeah. We all are built very differently. We all look very differently. We all have different skills. The only way to make us the same would be to like, you'd have to, kind of beat us to death and sort of just put us in a pile on the floor that we couldn't do anything the or the Holocaust. Oh, I was just going to say,
3: you just demoralize somebody past the part point of no hope that works too. Right. So I think I just said the same thing. Oh,
1: right. Possibly. Right. It could be. Cause yeah. is, I just meant like the idea of it. Like if we're all at least from photos I've seen, I wasn't at the Holocaust cause I'm only 36, but it sure seemed How like you? to a degree <laughs> everybody's demeanor and disposition and outlook after a while becomes very similar. Mm-hmm. Their physical attributes are, have disappeared and you're now just on this.
2: I'm trying to survive. Well, I mean, if you think about it, granted we are still going to be built differently, but if you whittle us down to just our pure skeletons, we look a lot more alike. Right. And if you saw sure. the people yeah. <laughs> in Auschwitz, that's, they what like that's what I mean. Like, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like
1: your only thing is like, am I going to die today? and then all of your other intellect and physical advantages are sort of out the window because you're not the but ones with the guns. They had to
3: get to that point because if you if you if you know that like death is certain right from the get-go because it's like the main threat, then you'll fight. You'll fight or flight, which is why it's like such a oh no, we're just going to go to this nice camp here and you're going to hang oh, of out course. with your family and then you slowly bleed them out of hope. I think you know, to some degree, that's how every major authoritarian mechanism works. It's just like slowly putting somebody in a worse and yeah, worse It's the position. frog in a pot of boiling water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is a really bad analogy because that does not work.
2: Does it not? Have you tried to boil a frog? No,
3: but I've heard somewhere that that was actually, that doesn't happen
2: that eventually the frogs like fuck this I'm yeah it's fucking way too hot in here guys
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna jump out yeah this is a i'm gonna die like it's just a mechanism i i think to your analogy i like to imagine mario brothers the equity versus equality thing where if you get somebody who sucks at mario brothers you can give them all the mushrooms in the world they'll keep dying right because you can only hold so much because they That's, can't see the tv screen
2: anymore right i think they're they're using the wrong mushrooms
3: but there's actually another there's another funny remark on there being like amanita mascara as the mushroom that's in mario brothers and it makes you grow Mm. that's a different theory but this one being that but then you get somebody who's really good and they don't even have to have like an extra life or a mushroom they just like bounce off of everything and they they have such a highly developed skill that it doesn't matter this is where the equality equity thing kills me is because you can give shitty people all the stuff in the world. They're still shitty people. And I'm not talking like I'm talking about hillbillies in the fucking South. I'm talking about people all around. And then on top of that, you're still just talking about national equality, right? When most people then will want global equality. And you're like, where does this come from?
2: Well, yeah. If if you make, I think the last time I checked, it's like thirty five grand. you in the one percent of the whole world.
3: Yeah, right? yeah. It's not, it is. Oh, I think it is that. I it think it might if,
1: be twenty five grand.
3: Even but, better. I think this is still true. If you have like ten to fifteen dollars in your pocket and no debt, you're richer than ninety nine percent of the world, including yeah, America. That sounds right. Yeah. Because if we just like imagine them drawing a line right now, all bill, all debts are due right now. So most people are in debt. They're in the
1: deficit. If you have $15 in your pocket and no debt, you technically have more money than the actual United States. Right. Yeah. By a lot.
2: Right. But yeah. You have trillions more dollars yeah. than the United
1: States does. <laughs> I mean, even if you're mildly in debt, you technically have more money than the actual like, right. United States has. So how does that work? Like, how come that function is like,
3: wait, hold on. Nobody has any money. Everybody's in debt, like through their fucking eyeballs. That means the second that we think that our future isn't going to be as good as our present, everything goes to shit because people start pulling in their
2: debts. So that means that you need a certain level of optimism, right? A certain uh-huh. level of, of, of hope or faith. in, And in, like, that's where the whole concept of credit comes from. Yeah, in the first place is is hope that the future is going to be better. It, it's understanding that that someone has, you know, someone has a value and that they will be able to cash in on that over so, time. Yeah. And so my point is, like, I, I understand people thinking that
3: reparations or universal basic income are these things to like. I, I'm on board with lift. I've just explained where I think the best investment is actually in your community and getting everybody up to speed more skilled more educated wealthier all of that stuff is prolific in like getting getting the community to be way better that being said giving people money somehow doesn't accomplish that especially if it's a function of the federal government controlling who gets what that happens to be a really bad mechanism right so i'm not against giving people things for the betterment of people I'm just saying it doesn't work because of the function of credit, because you have to, you have to, you had have to understand where that money comes from. It's calling in debts, right? The, the government is calling in debts in order to pay other people. And whenever you call in debts, you crush the economy because you're, you're basically saying we need to like tally this. So everyone can equalize. It's a for sure way to like demolish the economy.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, if you're going to increase taxes mm-hmm. and then you're going to give money to people, you are both removing the, um, um, the, the, the buying activity of all the people that you're taxing. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to limit their, uh, perhaps their like entrepreneurial endeavors, mm-hmm. which are things that create value. Um, and then you are, giving someone something without any sort of um, kind of earned process, which doesn't give them value for the money, right. does not teach them any sort of skills. So to what you're saying about um, working on developing communities, right, that's something to do with education and developing some sort of skills that with that comes experience and um, th- there comes a an understanding of the value of the work that was put in to then receive something in the end. Well,
1: that's the, what, give a man a fish, he can eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, he can eat for a lifetime.
2: Exactly. And so reparations is saying, let's give a bunch of people a bunch of fish, not let's teach a bunch of people how to fish. Right. The problem is, is that we have this thing called public education, and it sucks. Yeah. We don't teach anything worth
1: knowing, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, we've gone over some of the stuff. London is going through in school right now and it's absolutely fucking ridiculous like it's nothing that's going to make her like be a productive member of society i mean she's going to be just fine because she's a better cook than 99 percent of the people i know but like that being said like they're not learning anything especially now with the way kids are going to school you're not learning social skills how to interact how to deal with people no you're learning how to like play on a computer. And now they're
3: trying to excuse because they have this funding from the government to take care of education for our children. They somehow have to excuse their payment. So they've come up with this like bullshit system to excuse an educational process which has not been proven to be effective. Like there's no proof that them sitting on a computer for six hours a day like helps them versus just helping people around the house.
2: No, I mean, if you you had kids right now I mean mm-hmm. you do and what you did with them is you completely remove them from this online schooling that's currently mm-hmm. happening and you just had them do real things accomplish uh-huh. tasks spend time learning skills and also like went and ran around the park with some uh-huh. friends they would be vastly better off
1: I completely agree yeah.
2: and and like you know to what you're saying like you know the 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 education system specifically the public education system before now At least it led to Social skills yeah, yeah. And some sort of You know Teamwork Whatever that is That's completely gone now mm-hmm. So I think it literally has Not just zero value But it is a massive It's anti-social yeah, skills it's yeah. yeah
1: I mean I watched yeah. London And I just used the example Because she's here Like yeah. sit in the office And do her schoolwork and you're just like that's not what kids are supposed to be doing. Yeah.
3: But she
2: doesn't have a fucking choice. You have. But she's to be... not
1: allowed to come out into the gym because she has
3: she has to be on the computer. She has to be present for this. Right. Thing. She has to be
2: in class. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, quotation marks. Um, and but I'm
1: not saying we're like the smartest people in the world. But she has a wealth of people with lots of experience right. in various various areas of life.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing. I, I mean, and and this comes down to maybe perhaps a more like personal philosophical uh, idea for myself, but like that's why I think that the public government approach to things are always vastly going to be worse off than, yeah, you know, right private right. option is, is there's no, there's no accountability. There's no, there's no competition. There's no reason for it to be better because it just is the thing. So it can be terrible and there's no incentive. Right. So if you have, I mean, uh, uh, I think it was like, I mean, homeschooling is now obviously through the roof, right? Like right. people are understanding that, there's not a lot of value in this public education system. I now want to be in control of what my kid's learning. I think France just like outlawed homeschooling. Seriously? Is, yeah. I, I could be wrong on the country, but I'm positive that it was a Something European country. Europe? and I'm pretty sure it was France. Outlawed homeschooling? Outlawed homeschooling. Um,
3: I mean, in a pandemic. So what's the...
2: Yeah. I mean, what's... Well, the the other option is to sit on your computer and, and be you know, inundated with Isn't propaganda that homeschooling? or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so but i mean like uh, public education is only like like 50 years old if yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 40 yeah. years old yeah, it, yeah. it did not exist before but we've had the you know the greatest minds in human history somehow managed to to come around without it for sure right whether you're talking about something like more recent like an einstein or a newton yeah. or going back to socrates and plato yeah. like people learned shit yeah um, we we just have this we have this uh, idea that that things can only be in a certain way and people don't know how to do anything other than that.
3: Yeah, it takes these, like, I don't, you almost have to destroy a system or it has to be proven so terribly bad, which means generations have to be affected negatively before you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that is true. Kids do get weird when you put them on a computer for six hours a day and they don't play and interact with humans.
2: But that would also suggest that people would evaluate that in some sort of like objective sense. Right. But if people have different value systems, yeah, then there are people who think that everything that's happening is good. Sure. Right. It's the same thing as you have people who think that like, even though our deaths and hospitalizations aren't up, that we need to continue to lock down. And so two people will sit and look at the exact same thing and have entirely different perspectives and understanding of what's happening. Hmm. And I think like That's the biggest issue That I've seen come up this year Is that The idea of reality Is sort of being like They're like clawing away at, at just basic reality Someone can tell you something That's right in front of your eyes Isn't there And it's like It's like emperor's new clothes bullshit Right yeah yeah Like Fiery but mostly f- peaceful protest Like the are you <laughs> fucking, peaceful Like are you Are you fucking kidding me though Right Because I am looking at an entire like neighborhood being burned down. Right. And you're trying to tell me that it's not happening at a certain point. People, you would think that people would just be like, what the fuck? Just like that, that, yeah. that professor who's trying to say that outer yeah. space is whiteness. Yeah. At some point, And I mean, I th- I'm guessing that kid in the class who posted it is the only one who did it. And he's, he's even like not being, you know, direct. He's just kind of trying to poke at it. At some point people have to go, what the fuck are you talking about?
3: Yeah, I, th- I and this is th- this is kind of the issue. Um I think it's because people aren't paying attention. Like they're very distracted and they're not there's no reason to pay attention. Like it makes your life more miserable if you pay attention to what's going on at least in the short term. In the long term, it alleviates because you're able to see, "Oh, okay, people are acting like this. I'm going to go over here and act like this." But in in the short term, people are just like infatuated with like, oh, well, I just want to feel good right now. It's the reason why people eat to change their feelings and their emotions because they just want instant gratification almost all the time. And anything that's semi-uncomfortable like going, man, those people looting that store might affect me one day because I own a store in the next city over. Instead, it's like... Yeah, guys, I agree with you. Just leave me alone until you're. So if it's the same thing, it's like slowly boiling the frog analogy. Um, Most people don't realize that looting eventually gets to them, their neighborhood, their businesses that they appreciate, or their friends' businesses. So uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's just one building. Ah, it's just like, but it's just a federal building, and you're like, you paid for that. (laughs) That's your building. Like it's a
2: public building. You're burning public shit. And again, like the, I think the reoccurring theme is like lack of foresight, right? It's thinking that just because you're not first against the wall Mm -hmm. that once they kill the first against the wall, you're fucking next. Yeah. yeah. But you are, I mean, I would think unknowingly contributing to their, their, their conquest, their crusade, whatever it is, because you somehow think that if you do that right now, that some, that you'll be safe, but it's just, it's delaying the inevitable if you contribute to it it's going to come for you at some point so worst case scenario predictions post election
3: yeah After, worst- like what what do you what do you think the absolute worst thing
1: that could like be? we're actually capable of doing to the country yeah uh, i don't see it being much more than like similar riots that we've already seen this year
3: sure yeah i mean that that's a probably an accurate prediction but I mean like do you think it could actually get off the rails a little bit
1: like Civil War ish? Yeah. or or whatever
3: it ends up being
1: I mean well Civil War would probably be the worst outcome depending on your point of view but that would probably be the worst thing that could come from the election
2: I would assume I mean if you if you want to measure worst outcomes on like number of deaths probably yeah I mean, but what does that war actually look like? Because I know
3: some people on the <laughs> on you know both sides, and I'd be like, man, I wouldn't want to be on that side. All those guys have guns and they're trained. <laughs> All those guys play fucking video games and beer pong.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, and I don't think it would be like a in you know, a civil war like we had in the past, where like there was two very distinct sides. It would be like groups of different like there'll be the trump supporters and the biden supporters and the people that don't give a shit and then like the yeah the uh, like there'll be all these groups it won't just be like north versus south
3: oh dude what did the uh veil vale solutions dude post the other day Was pretty good i think he posted a uh, picture of biden's tweet that was like we're gonna ban all assault rifles and high capacity magazines and then yeah, i think come it, get them mumbled and his was like he posted a video from uh fuck i forgot what movie was that desert storm one where he's like are we shooting yet he's like yeah (laughs) and you're like if you do something like you're talking about ripping down the second amendment in front of a large population that is very highly armed and i don't I don't understand how it's going to happen. Like, what makes you think you could pull something like that off? We're talking about constitutional law, and you want law officers who generally start to be on the other side of the aisle, you want them to go collect more than 400 million guns from Americans?
2: That's what you're proposing, and you don't think anything bad is going to happen? If, if, if things devolve into that type of chaos and violence, you're going to have all of the... Like you're talking about all the gun owners who are yeah. very well trained. Uh-huh. You're gonna have a large percentage of the police <laughs> force. <and a> little... <laughs> well, let's not call all the gun owners let's, very well sure, trained. It, sure. Josh. Sure. More more likely to be more trained. More likely to be than, trained. Right. But they but they do have guns. Right. Even if you don't even if you're not trained having a gun versus not having a gun. Sure. Uh I would I would probably guess a, a decent percentage of the police force as well as decent percentage of the military. I just I don't see how you want to be not on that side of things what I mean is I don't right, see I, yeah, I don't I see how you want to be picking a fight with no a group that you're severely uh, disadvantaged to yeah. yeah and outmatched
3: I mean that's part of the reason why I don't believe in in like you know anything but a defensive military strategy and that's because no one's gonna invade here you're talking about a population that's better armed than the entire fucking Chinese military, like person for person. Like you're not, you can't, yeah, you can drop bombs. You can like do all this weird military shit, but actually be invaded is not a problem. Therefore, defensively, we have a pretty good base. My worry. So my, my, my worst scenario prediction, Trump wins. My worst scenario prediction is that we just have basically endless fucking riots and looting. Um, until it just becomes a part of daily
2: life. I mean, people will have to get tired at some point, right? Oh,
1: man. The, yeah, we don't have a lot of
2: resolve in this country, I feel like.
1: Yeah, for that
3: at
2: least. Especially
1: like, it's going to get cold soon.
3: Nobody likes that. Yeah, that's true. Like So there's that. that. That's the worst case scenario that I think on Trump's side. For Biden's, I think he might try something. Like, if he wins the election, I don't think there'll be riots and stuff. But if he tries to start... Altering the Constitution, I think you're going to see, possibly,
1: I don't know, maybe a hostile takeover. If if Biden wins, does that mean in 2024
2: oh. we have another Biden Trump election? Oh, geez. Well, you have. Well, no, I think you have a you have a Harris <laughs> something <laughs> election. Uh, I I don't I can't imagine Trump running again after losing. You don't think you will want like redemption? No, I think at no, I think at that point he'd just be. Like whatever.
3: But. I mean, from his perspective, I think his best scenario is losing um, and not having to do the job anymore, which I think it's not what he really, like he wanted to prove himself.
2: I don't think he wants to be, it doesn't seem to me like, he's no, but like, the thing is if he, if he loses and he, he lost with what the effects of COVID and everything had, mm-hmm. like on the economy and stuff, he will be sort of walking away as like the loser. Yeah.
3: Right. But I don't think I think his best case scenario was actually to just act like it was voter fraud. And so he'll never concede because he can just walk away in his own head and say, I didn't lose the election. Um, It was voter fraud and the system is corrupt. Yeah, I mean, I'm
2: sure that's what he'll do.
3: Right. That protects his psychology. He's not somebody that would admit defeat
2: ever. Right. Right.
3: But yeah, but but that.
2: so if but what if you why is that the best case scenario from him versus if he wins? Because then he has four more years of this bullshit that he probably doesn't really want. I don't think he ever wanted to be president. But hey, he didn't want to be presidential. He wanted to be president. He wanted to. He wanted to. He wants be the title. the president. He didn't want to be president. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he was a he was a, a celebrity. But I mean, are, like he has millions of like. Diehard fans. I know, He is... Yeah. People obsess over him. I, I think being president... He loves... He loves this shit. He loves mm. his rallies. He likes... He likes campaigning. I mean, there's no better way to get attention. Yeah. He likes the campaign process more than he gives a shit about any of the stuff that he does as president.
3: What, which is why, like... I don't, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it doesn't seem to... It seems like... In the past two years, there's been like, ah, fuck this. Well, I think
1: when you refer to like him doing things that a, like the president needs to do, right. he doesn't enjoy that because that's right. work. But when it comes to like calling himself president, talking in front of large groups of people that are like cheering for him and praising him and all that, I think right. he like I don't know if there's a better high for him. I could be wrong, but that would be my take based on that's a good point. A seemingly narcissistic sort of thriving off, you know, the populist sort of person. Right. Interesting.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's very much like addicted to this kind of like level of attention. Yeah. And and he in 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 his in his mind having another 4 years, which would mean that he would be like, you know, undefeated, right? Yeah. Um and you know, regardless of what happens, he says everything is the best and the greatest and all that and he can sort of like walk away and go into the sunset as in his eyes and in a lot of his supporters eyes being the best president ever and he will have this large crowd of people who adore him and he just kind of gets to continue on his life being that yeah I, i don't see anything that he would desire more than that okay here's my realistic
3: scenario trump wins um There's some riots and stuff going on until we realize that actually the whole lockdown for the last six months has affected the economy and everybody just goes kind of into a destitute behavior model for the next 10 years.
2: Yeah. I mean, our economy is going to be tanked tanked for a while Uh because of this all like, you know, we were talking about, you know, what leads to more prosperity. And Mm -hmm. if you have all these people who were small business owners Mm -hmm. gone, they like they can't just recoup all that they <laughs> you know they had their life savings yeah. they built this business and then it was but you know, then
1: you just become another smoke in the wheel and you go work for big business which is what right. the country wants you to right
2: do. so you know uh the uh you know if you look at like the amazons the walmarts and everything that like huh? grew by massive amounts yeah, magnitude now those people are going to be forced to because they need a job they're going to go work for those companies And we're just going to be more towards that like Wally kind of world. I
1: would say you're going to drive down like a neighborhood one of these days and every driveway is going to have a fucking Amazon Prime Sprinter van in it. Yeah. Because that's going to be like the only job people can get.
2: I mean, I I know like uh, I think at this point it might have been like two years ago when the first. Well, I guess first it's it's the only one, but they put a Starbucks on the Venice Boardwalk. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it's over now. That's it. You know, yeah. like, and and on the Venice Boardwalk, you have you have Minotis and you have Groundworks. You have these like amazing little like yeah. boutique yep. cafes. And I still, I mean, there's more people in the Starbucks than there are in those sure great places, which make like amazing coffee. But nobody likes good coffee. No, it's true. They literally don't like good coffee. Yep. Um, but it's it's the slow deterioration of anything that like has character. Um, and you're, you're going to just see an expansion of all these like mega corporations. Yeah, it makes sense. And and as these corporations who are, you know, um, kind of in a sense, like a, a part of these like major, major tech companies involved with the government. You're having this like massive like, cronyism just kind yeah, of... Yeah, like, it's an oligopoly. Per- yeah. Yeah. And, and that's just what takes everything over. So we're
1: like screaming and crying about getting more culture in this country. And really what we're doing is ruining it. Oh, yeah. Because the culture comes from the mom and yeah. pops. The, it really does, actually. Like, yeah. The small communities, the you know communities where people know everybody because they work together, they've lived around each other. Well, how- and now we don't... We're basically on the verge of eliminating that. How weird is that? To scream
3: at the top of your lungs for diversity and then to get rid of it on every single level except the least important one, which is skin color.
2: Well, and that's the thing. I guarantee you the people who are the loudest about diversity get their coffee from Starbucks, buy everything from Amazon. Yeah. They don't support small businesses in any way. Right, yeah. But... They think that they're, and then
3: they bitch because somebody didn't hire a person of color for a VP pers- position to fill in the like quota or whatever. Sure.
2: and and also they, you know, they they hate capitalism, but they're still buying the shit. Yeah, ninety big... percent of their money goes to it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to the worst fucking companies. And
2: and, and then they're they're asking for, uh, they're selling their uh, like. I love communism shirt on yeah. Etsy. Yeah, right. For thirty dollars. <laughs> or,
3: or <laughs> they're bitching about Trump not paying taxes, but then they order everything from Amazon. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. They don't pay taxes either, asshole. Like this whole fucking thing is just like filled with hypocrisy everywhere. Yeah.
1: Well, because nobody looks past the first thing they see. It's all you read a headline, you don't read anything else, and then that's your narrative, and that's just kind of the way I think social media is made us believe news works now or people are lazy so they know they can get away with like you know writing this headline that's really provocative and people go oh shit that's the thing instead of actually reading all of the stuff that's in there or the news now like chops off the part that like ties the whole story together and they just tell you the part that angers you or enrages you because that's what people want to hear right I'm enraged right now yeah I mean so enraged. I love everything.
3: I love all the comments on the internet. People are fantastic. I love people getting like all worked up over one side or the other. I just I really want to see basically um a combat sport in the in the streets between two totally out of shape people that are totally unqualified to fight each other. I want to see that over and over again. So you mean like presidential election? <laughs> like, exactly. I was thinking the biggest loser but with combat yeah, the biggest losers, <laughs> but they take off the pads when they do their like American Gladiator. I, I, thing. I guarantee well, that, you, because they're already padded. That
2: <laughs> <laughs> if we did our election process through putting the two candidates into a UFC fight, yeah, we'd be much better off as a country. I think so. Yeah, especially just from the money it would raise yeah yeah I'd pay to watch the shit out of that probably take if, care of the national if Devices, you told yeah. me that Biden Trump in a
1: cage was $500 for a paper you I'd, I'd buy it. two of them <laughs> yeah
3: would,
2: just, to make,
1: sure, just that. to make sure I got it yeah I would agree with and that and then you're like all that money is going to be distributed to charities that they're yeah. probably going to use it the wrong way but yeah. that's what we're going to do with it like, I would. Sweet, we
3: just raised a billion dollars for a thousand dollars if it was to the death
1: and
2: we're not talking about anything
3: not humane. I mean, both of them are. I just assumed because Look, of their age yeah. that it was
1: to the death, regardless.
3: If, if, oh, right. if
2: they each just sat in their corners, there's a good chance one of them would have died after five rounds, anyways. Just walk into the ring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every
1: round you have to. Bruce Buffer would have to re-go over the introduction, so Biden would remember where he is and what he's doing. I mean, like I know <laughs>
2: Trump loves his like as like allergy medication, speed, whatever it is. But like, what are they pumping Biden full of? that he can even, like, get to the podium.
3: Uh, yeah, Trump's definitely, like, a European Sudafed kind of oh, person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did, was,
2: <laughs> did you remember that, that picture? That, there, there was a picture of him in his office, and there was a drawer that was open, and it was yeah.
3: full of Sudafed. It was full, European Sudafed, because Which it that, still has methamphetamine <laughs> in it. Oh, it has a great. what is it called like do, do, uh, doxamethanane or something? I can't I remember. The yeah, I don't know either. It's a, I think it's the same chemical that was in Jack 3D.
1: Well, that one three dimethyl. Yeah, yeah, it's like whatever. super bad for you. But Jack ED. So now we know Trump's dick can't get hard. Jack because that's never worked out for anybody. What taking Jack 3D and getting yeah. it? They used to be called Jack. People used to call Jack ED. Did it make it three... Yeah. It, really? Yeah. But it has like vasodilators and shit but in that, it. But I think that one three whatever just. What's
3: the thing that Duncan Trussell was always talking? about? He used to be addicted to like Seven Eleven boner pills. Oh, like the Rhino shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 How and do he you get said addicted to that. Like I you don't just, know. I mean, you I, do th- I don't do think you're addicted you're to like, the
2: pill. I think you're addicted to the boners it gives you. Do right. they work? I don't know. But what I will say is that I was in. I've never taken them, but I was in Cabo for spring break in college, and a bunch of my friends mixed a bunch of those pills into one of my friend's uh, drinks and he got really sick. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, I can see that. This you shit's know no what's joke. joke. To be fair, though, I don't know what kind of boner he got, so maybe they did work.
3: I don't know. I've been... Now Duncan Truss was talking about like that blue pill thing
1: all uh, over the place. Blue Grand... Yeah, That's, yeah. Uh, Andrew Schultz does that, too. I've does taken he? those
3: before. What is that?
1: Do they work? Yeah. Boner pills? Yeah. Uh, the only thing I've ever really noticed is I'm like, oh, like two minutes later, I can go do that again.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Wait, what is this thing? A blue it's like it's like, Vi- it's like Viagra. Oh. You, you know what, like the the like, the just the, the simplest thing you can do is just take, like, L-arginine, which is a vasodilate. Oh, it's a vasodilate, yeah. 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 Even so that's better. pretty much, you, I think, all it does. Do yeah, you I'm know, works sure. better
3: is NO3 if you can huff it. That's the best form of it.
2: Oh, yeah, because then you don't even need the precursor. Right, because it's, it's, it's straight. It's nitric oxide. <laughs> nitric oxide, right.
3: Which is what arginine is doing is a precursor right. for nitric oxide. I don't know. Yeah, craziness. Boner pills. Sometimes you do steroids. Boner pills are a necessity. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. I didn't think that was true. That's the opposite. I thought it was like, I thought, oh, I guess you're talking about the androgenic effect of like yeah. real steroids, not testosterone. Gotcha. <clears throat> talking about manly steroids. There was a, and a wink bitch. and a finger
1: point in there if you guys aren't watching this on YouTube. I mean, people are still looking on YouTube for where this thing is.
3: That's why I like to throw it in there every once if, in a while. If this
2: was on YouTube, they would have gotten pulled. Canceled for sure. Yeah. What? But I, I mean, whatever.
3: are we saying shit that's offensive? But that's
1: the thing. Is, I don't think being a white male, you can't say shit that's offensive. I mean, we
3: talk about race relations in a joking manner because I literally think it's kind of a fucking joke.
2: Do you want to tell him or do you want me to tell him? <laughs> well, uh, that's your white privilege. Well, well, I mean, have you guys... I don't know like, if any of you have seen this, but like, I know a lot of people whose Facebooks and Instagrams got like just deleted out of nowhere. Yeah. You don't have to say... Anything that resembles something that you think is being a hateful racist, whatever yeah. the thing is, they are just banning people left and right. I mean, I'm not on Facebook.
3: There's, there's least... nothing
2: of value happening there. No, I, agree. Oh, I know. Oh, we were yeah. talking about it in the was it in the car on yeah. the way to
1: Redmond's? Like, yeah. uh, so did you listen to the Tristan Harris Joe Rogan episode yet? No. Uh, you know, Tristan Harris is I think he's a director or producer of the Social Dilemma, that new documentary yeah, or yeah. whatever on Netflix. And I like I never thought about it in this sense, but like Mark Zuckerberg is in charge of like censoring a giant platform that the entire world gets to see. Like as one person, he has the authority to like censor whatever he deems censor- censorable. Censorious That's is that f- fucking terrifying. Yeah, no. And it I is. mean the same for Instagram, I just don't know who Facebook owns Instagram. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Still Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg perfect Zucker-
3: he should be the president of another country because they, they were arguing
1: that it should be like a publicly traded commodity social media based on like the influence it has on the country and people and-
2: well so there's the idea that that the I mean, one that so that uh, the social media apps or websites are like utilities yeah right um, but that they they function as the modern-day public square so where you normally would have gone out into your town square and been like, I believe this. And no one could have told you that you couldn't do that. The ability to communicate because I mean, look at what's happening this year. You're being forced to stay inside and you're being removed from your communities. You basically don't have a voice in the world. If you don't have these social media accounts. I mean, and I think it's, I think it's a very tricky fine line and I'm not exactly sure what should be done about it. You know there's a lot of people who think that um, that the government should intervene with what the companies are doing um, I think are they truly a private company if the government is assisting them in certain ways or they're they're um, you know under what is the uh, uh, article 230 the the publisher platform thing if you know what that is I yeah, yeah so basically like if you are a publisher it means that you are in control of the message that comes out which means right. you're liable for yeah. the message versus if you're a platform it's just like
0: I'm not, oh, not you, my you can't censor it because right. you're a platform so
2: they're running as platforms but they're censored but they're also censored right. yeah so it's like it has to be one or the other so i think
3: that's a it's probably a good distinction although pretty much everything becomes 4chan
0: <laughs> sure it, but, it have but like any moderator? Uh,
2: Im- imagine if what you sent on a text or it said in a phone call was considered to be, you know, bad. Libel, yeah, yeah. And then now you are being prosecuted or being, you're some type of activity is being restricted based on what you said to somebody over the phone. Right? What,
3: what I don't get is why you don't have to remove it completely. Why can't there be like a purgatory for posts that are flagged a certain way? Right. That like, the people
2: who want to see them can go right, see
3: them. Right. It's like it, it just becomes like an adult themed thing where you're like,
2: Hey, this fits into this category and you have to click through and accept to see the post. But that would imply that they thought that this was just like offensive, not that they didn't want it to be out there.
3: Right. But that way, that way you could say, oh, we are just a platform, but we can also shove stuff into here if we want it harder to see. Sure. I'm okay with that. That's kind of, I mean, because um, that that kind of happens over, like you can set your settings on certain platforms to be like, hey, if it's not safe for work or whatever. Right. And so it'd be under that same thing. It would just be like, this is of controversial opinion or whatever.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Twitter <clears throat> allows porn. Yeah, I know. And I don't want to be, like, scrolling my feed and there's being like, tits. You know? I do. I fucking love that. I think it's awesome. I mean, that's fine, too. Sometimes there's, like, you a want big old
3: dick, and you're like, oh, there's that. Like, <laughs> Good for that guy. Yeah, right on. Or gal. But I don't But I don't care about that kind of shit. Like, no. And I I don't care if people think that that's on my phone. Like, and shouldn't that be the is.
1: same with people's fucking opinions where you're like, yeah, I don't agree with that. I just won't pay attention to it. I mean, you would agree with this dick, though. A hundred percent. It's massive. I <laughs> agree with that way more than I do most people's opinions.
3: I, exactly. Which is weird that like I don't I the, this thing with like pornography is very fitting. To our world, as an analogy, as this thing that everybody partakes in, nobody wants to talk about or admit or do, or, or and is also kind of ashamed of. So everybody like keeps it back in this tight corner. It's like political opinion, right? Yeah, everybody's got their. <laughs> you have your incognito window. Yeah, and they're, then you have yeah, those guys on the corner their secret
1: she, laptop for the laptop <laughs> movies that nobody right. knows exists.
3: But then you have the guys on the corner with their dicks out, which is like you know the same thing as a Trump poster or a Biden fucking lawn flag. You like have these moments where people break these boundaries, but it's like uh, sexual activity is something that every animal takes part in. It's the procreation of fucking whatever. And therefore we've like labeled it, branded it, but it is just this thing that all animals do. And we have this like moral judgment about when it's appropriate and when it's not. And you're like, yeah, I don't want to see people fucking on the streets. I don't care about that. But I also wouldn't give a shit. I'd be like, oh yeah, look at them. I'm not offended by any of it. No. And I'm not offended by people's opinion of politically either. If they're like, yeah, I think communism is a great idea. It's like, fuck, there's lots of communist countries. You could probably get into it if you tell them how awesome they are. Like, I, I want people to be able to live how they want to live, no matter how much I disagree with it. Uh, there, uh, this sounds really fucking bad, but there, there's probably a thing where you're like, I want to go be racist somewhere. And I'm like, there's probably a country that's like that. You should go live
1: there. just go to fucking Mississippi.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what Mississippi (laughs) is, right? (laughs) And I, like, I don't want to change their opinion. I really don't. Like, I don't, I don't want to stop people from being who they are. If people are Christian or they're racist or they're Christian and racist, and therefore, you know, also known as Georgians, I don't, (laughs) Never mind. <laughs> I know there's so many people who <laughs> could be mad at that, but like I, I really don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why you can't be like, oh, that person's different. Awesome, have fun.
2: I mean, it. We should exist in a in a world where people can just be like, live and let live.
3: Right? Yeah, and
2: ideally, you know, going through the whole liber- libertarian like non-aggression principle mm-hmm. thing. As long as what you do doesn't affect doesn't affect me, me yep. then it's yep. cool. But yep. there are a lot of people who aren't okay with that. They want yeah, to yeah. inflict their moral virtue on other people. I think that's how most people are, and that's why the world
3: is super fucked up. People yeah. have a really hard time being like, oh, that's cool. You want to worship Satan or be a pagan or whatever, like sacrifice ghosts. Well, so what,
1: what is that? Like why do people give a shit so much about what other people do? Because it reinforces my beliefs to, as correct. So you don't actually have strong beliefs in what your beliefs are, mm-hmm. so you need other people to kind of— Right. Um what's the word I'm looking for? validate yes thank you yeah I, I think so because i mean i it's it seems sound to me i just it's i'm totally baffling.
3: unsure about my lifestyle to be clear uh, so am i so i I have no idea what i'm doing i'm trying to figure it out the best that I can. And sometimes that's me on a train looking at a dick on Twitter, being oh shit, I forgot <laughs> I was in public.
0: <laughs> Whoops, <laughs> who's behind me?
3: Just oh, so, hey, you just like so that? we're clear, I'm just saying dick right now because it's funny. I don't follow a bunch of accounts
1: that have dudes dicks.
3: Just on Just a few. Them. I just, just pictured you
1: on the tube. That's what they call it, in London, right? I'm trying to on get the mine. tube. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just just scrolling through and dicks. Like, Whoa, that's a whopper. <laughs>
2: I sucks to be do, that do, girl. Do you remember those like those little? Kind of like gotcha things that would go around, where it's yeah. like a guy's taking a golf swing, and, and the then, second his ball. Yeah. Some dick hits yeah. somebody yeah, yeah, in the yeah. face. Yeah, whatever happened to those? Those were good. Or it was the, the one that was you... back when the country was fun. Yeah. Or or
3: when it would switch that video of that girl kicking that guy in the balls like oh, repeatedly shit. over yeah. and over. It was that so fucking terrible. I so many people got me with that. I was like, what's this dinosaur going to do? All <laughs> shit. That guy's getting nailed. <laughs> that shit is hilarious to me, probably because I'm basically a child. That being said, I have no idea. I have no idea what to do. Like I, everybody's just trying to figure it out. It's the best thing I ever learned was like, Oh, my parents were my age right now. They had no fucking clue. They just pretended better than I do with London. I'm like, you should probably drop out of school. She's like, really? And I was like, I
1: have no idea what to tell you. The world's going to shit and your school sucks. I, I heard s- somebody talk a long time ago. Like, yeah, I realized when I got older that my dad had no idea what he was doing, Yeah, but he did his best. Yeah, And I was like, man, my dad definitely knows what he's doing. And now I'm like, he had no fucking idea what he was doing. Right. Because nobody does. No. Because you you don't go, hey, this is how you raise a kid. You go like, good luck. And and sometimes we're like,
3: man, London's really easy. And we see somebody else's kid. I was like, I would definitely drown that one a pool on accident.
2: And I'd be like, hey, Timmy, don't forget your water wings. And like, (laughs) so there's, there's, there's still something about like. I firmly believe that like no one knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and everyone is just, there's such thing. as like an adult, right? We just, yeah. we're just bigger versions of whatever the fuck human beings are, which is essentially yeah. some like kind of retarded child thing. But like at some, some ways there are situations where like humans are able to create another human. Who's like not as worthless as some other humans are. Yeah. So some kids come out way better adjusted than others do. Yeah. And I'm not always sure about what that process is. I think it revolves around some sort of level of responsibility. Human design. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what if all the shitty kids are like the exact same program? They're all reflectors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck you,
3: Kate. <laughs>
1: she doesn't listen to this. She does. I just want to say that because I assume
3: she did. Oh, okay. Here, I think you're right. There's something there where you're like, it's not fair, right? Like, some kids are very well behaved and mannered, and some kids are fucking terrors. I've seen them all, and I've been like, "Man, I."
1: But we've never tried to figure out why that is. No, because it's an it's environmental. It's probably dietary. Yeah, it's you know epigenetics. It's genetics. It's a lot of things, and we just go your, like, Adderall, "Your mom is and a like...
3: fucking psychopath and does like weird shit." I've seen parents be so strange in the past couple years like i mean really fucking strange and my brother doesn't listen to this so i'm not worried about it but how he treats his newborn baby like between him and his fucking wife and i mean that sincerely like psychopaths Uh, they like they they made us leave one time because we were laughing and they didn't want too much stimulation for the child and I was like, he's going to hear happy things and we don't want that Holy shit. Your kid is going to be the next Dexter. Like that simple thing. Don't be around people who are laughing because it's too much stimulation. I don't know where that comes from. There, there is this
2: weird attempt to like neuter the world that yeah. comes from certain people. Neutralize everything. Yeah. Nothing can be dangerous. Nothing can be exciting. Yeah. Everything just has to be like this kind of gray. Just dull. Yeah. Dull bullshit yeah i did like ben ben was here
3: with uh roland and i really liked how roland fell and like did the <gasps> and they're like nah, it's cool, walk it out like that just don't react to
1: them you know you're okay just keep going when, keep moving when i moved to texas and i was coaching at a gym there the uh the girl that i was taking over the program for was still there for a little while mm-hmm. um so she just like would pop into the classes and she had just had a newborn and she would put a fucking blanket down to the corner And the baby on the blanket and we would go through the entire session i mean she would check on i can't remember her fucking baby's name now god i'm a terrible friend (laughs) anyways she'd go check on her kid every once in a while and like the kid would be crying and people would be like hey aaron your your kid's crying and she's like yeah that's what they do yeah and you're like yeah it is what they do and we'd go about the workout like the music would be loud and I'm sure people are going to hear that probably not on this podcast. But if people did have the big, like, oh, my God, you're such a bad parent. You're like, right. the kid's probably going to, grow up to be fucking great. But again, on the premise that nobody knows what the fuck they're
3: doing. I look at it like humans are not much different than other animals. When you get a puppy, it shits everywhere and it's kind of out of control and happy for no reason. And then like kind of like feels bad because you yell at it or whatever. People are really no different. Right, they, They're they like bigger versions and then they're running around. But if you've ever been with an adult dog and you're like on a trail and it's like, I know where we're going. And you're like, you fucking moron. No, you don't. You're a dog. You have no idea what we're doing. But that's what most humans act like. They're like, yeah, we're going this way. Trump 2020. Well, so here's the thing. Right? Like,
2: so, I mean, you're not, you're not like in the traditional sense of like trained mm-hmm. as in like you train a dog. But mm-hmm. like to be kind of conditioned to. Mm-hmm. I I go for the same morning walk every day with yeah. Leia. Right, I go down the street, go down the boardwalk, whatever. She knows the walk that we do, uh-huh. so she would be like, "I got it. I know what we're doing." Yeah. And the second I'd make a turn, she slows down and she keeps looking at me like, "Dad, where the yeah, where the fuck are we going?" Yeah.
1: So, because dogs are used to routines. They yeah. are used to routines, but so are we.
2: Right, I yeah. totally agree. And, you know, like the, the whole West World, like we're stuck in our loops. Right. We get conditioned to do things. Well, it's the same with like the crying baby. The more you go pick it up and coddle it, the more it's yeah. going to be like, when I do this, this happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're like, yeah, I, I never felt like I understood people as much until I got a dog. And I was just like, oh, it all makes sense now. Yeah. People, shock, people need shock collars. <laughs> oh, that's not where you... <laughs> No, see, that, that's what we do. Instead of censoring their Twitter, yeah. if you tweet something bad, you just get... St- Pay for it. And you'll learn. I mean... <laughs> that same Texas story, the, one of the owners of the
1: gym had a kid like six months later. Anytime it made a peep, him or his wife ran over and grabbed it, moved, like, moved it around in like, a stroller, like walked it around, burped it, changed it, whatever it needed to be. Not saying that's not good parenting, not saying it's bad parenting. All I know is after six months of that... That kid cried continuously all of the and time. And the other one eventually. And the other up. kid did not. The other kid turned into like, oh, I want to go explore things. I can crawl now. Like, what's this dumbbell? The other one just lay there and cry. Did they ever try shaking it? I heard that works. Um, I believe they do stop crying if you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Permanently. I mean, I know they were good Christians, so they're probably not against slaughtering the young, but I'm not <laughs> dashing, really sure.
3: Dashing the firstborn. Yeah.
1: I don't really know what they ended up doing. I don't. Man, I'm so glad I don't have a kid. You kind of do,
3: but yeah, I know what you mean. But she's already, I mean, I got there kind of after. Actually, to be fair, 100% lucky. Even through her like toddler age where she's supposed to be terrible, she was not terrible. Oh, London, London's
1: awesome. Yeah, she. Don't tell her that. She has to think she needs fear. Oh, I would never tell her that. And I also no. know that she doesn't have an attention span to listen to this podcast, so she never will. No. <laughs> Unless we start doing dance moves she can mimic.
3: Yeah, oh, she's obsessed with TikTok. That's
1: terrifying to me because listen to that same Tristan Harris podcast. They brought up TikTok. And Rogan's like, yeah, I'll just be sitting at dinner and my daughter will just start doing this weird dancing bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, God, that's like, that's becoming some weird like um, unconscious like characteristic of kids in society right now. And I'm not saying dancing's bad, I mean, but I feel like that it's like kind of like you don't know you're doing it is interesting. Well,
3: let's extrapolate on the danger here. If marijuana was a gateway drug to harder
1: drugs, is TikTok lead a to flash to mobbing? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, flash mob. Like, I was thinking stripping. I
2: was thinking of like, yeah, cam, Cause you're, cam, you're, cam stuff.
1: you're dancing in front of a camera for everybody else to see it. At least it's work. Uh, hey, they pay great. I mean, they again, great.
3: on the same, I had this argument with a bunch of different people who were like, you know yeah but would you want your kid to be a porn star and it's like you know if they picked that as a function of what they're interested in why would i be against it other than i'd be like hey industries are fucked
2: up you need to protect yourself right. both like like artistically and like legally. if they are an independent you know content creator as or, opposed to like you know working for some shitty but either way like sure i, I like i how would it be for... And
3: most people make this distinction and then they're hypocrites, right? They go, yeah, they look at porn or whatever and they enjoy it. But then they're like, man, I wouldn't want my kid to be in that situation. You're like, yeah, you wouldn't want to watch your kid's porn because that's fucked up. But if they want to choose a profession, doing something that the majority of people enjoy... Like Do you think the, when... Sorry to interrupt. That's okay. Go ahead. Most of the people, like 99% of the population of the planet... Enjoys this process of sexual activity. And then they look at people who do it professionally, and they're like, oh, they must have been abused. You're like, what are you talking about? They probably just don't give a fuck about your opinion. Granted, the industry is full of fucked up things because it's hidden and it's shameful and it has all sorts of other like stigmas behind it. But in reality, people are doing for a living what you try to do every fucking
1: weekend of your life. I was just going to say that. And that was, do you think when people are like, I don't want my daughter to be a porn star. Their actual thought is, I don't want to watch my daughter do porn. I know that's like a, a small. They probably distinction, also don't want
2: other people to watch their.
1: Daughter. I, I get that. And I mean, I get the whole thing, but at the same time, like, I think we all have sex on occasion, once or twice, maybe. So somebody's watching you do something because there's another person involved, right? And I know, like, when you, if you're, you know, you're a porn star, there's hundreds or millions of people involved. But at some point, like, what's the difference? Okay, let's get weirder. Okay. Porn,
3: what's it like? What is wh- wh- what would be the less
1: damaging realm?
3: Porn or prostitution?
1: I mean, probably prostitution because you don't know what kind of John you're going to get. Actually, you do. Because, like,
3: if you're a professional, you can actually screen, there's like a process for it. Yeah, I'd probably rather have someone be like a high level escort than uh Because porn is forever,
2: but right. an escort, you're fairly anonymous. Yeah, but then, then, here comes another question, right? Like, if you are like a couple uh-huh. and you just film yourself and put it out there, yeah. But you're only having sex with your partner. I thought you right, were going to say only. This is fans. a fairly
3: no. This is a fairly yeah, this is common a new now. occurrence yeah. now, and it's actually th- this led to some really interesting like philosophical discussion about what you expect to see when you look at mate- like adult material, and there's there's a a segment of no face porn where it's these couples that only interact with themselves. They remove their face from the activity, right? They make tons of money doing it. No one knows who they are. And in your brain, it almost drives you crazy. You're like, wait, this is the, like usually the rest is censored and I'm looking at people's faces, but now you only see the act and then you don't see their faces. And it almost causes this weird thing to occur in your brain where you're like, this is the total opposite of what it, it is. The opposite of what's expected. And because you can't identify that person, it makes you really curious as to, like, who's walking around in the day that's doing this, like, as a night profession or whatever.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, I think also, well, I, you know, a, a huge part of that is not having your identity out there. Sure. But then, you know, especially, like, the maybe, like, the POV stuff, it's like you're just sort of inserting yourself into exactly. the Exactly. And yeah. this is why it's an artistic it expression.
3: This is why I actually, it's like a respectable thing because I think they're also, you know, for s- certain people, it's like. Oh, yeah, I just want to see the act or whatever. I don't want to actually like identify the human being because most of the time I'm like, "Oh, she's got weird eyebrows or like <laughs> like picking things apart that drive me fucking crazy. Your or like, hair sucks totally. her hair is flat and thin, and I can tell that she over highlighted it or like whatever the fucking thing is. Your weave looks terrible. It usually does. uh, can
1: you explain to the viewership since you're obviously very um you know into porn what p o v stands for? <laughs> A <laughs> P- uh, point of view. Okay, thank point
2: you. I was, I was unsure. Yeah. So it basically the 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 screen that you're seeing looks like what would be coming out of your eyes. It's first uh, first person first, yeah, shooter. First, oh, first person. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say first person shooter. Call, of, call It'd be of Duty. So much better to call it that. Call yeah. It, call what it. kind
1: of porn are you in? First, first person duty. shooter. Nice. Yeah. Call. I feel like we just started our own genre, and we should probably take advantage of that.
3: I think so. It's kind of interesting. How'd you guys? What, make what, it? what if it we had a funny. heads up
2: display though on there with like. I don't know, time to ejaculation or like how many times, already, how many lives you got left. I think that's already a category. To Is be it? honest. Yeah. I, th- I forgot what they call it.
3: Like what gamified sex. It? I heard um, who was talking about it on. Of course, I listened to the Pornhub podcast. And I think it's fucking fantastic. Is it Pornhub podcast? Dude, it's so good. Uh, actually, to be fair, the past like six episodes, total garbage. Um, mostly because they just brought porn stars on instead of like people who are like a part of the industry. Do you and listen to everyone? Um, I, I start everyone, oh, Okay, but they even went through like the BLM thing happened and they're like, Oh my God, we need like a trans person of color. That's in porn that can t- tell us this perspective. It was like the most boring perspective ever. Um, I, it was just like, it just, it seemed token. Yeah, I mean, it was, that like, is, it's, it's not, is a, it's not a, like a genuine, like, Oh wow. this subject's really important. No, it's covered. like, we need to get one. Exactly. Yeah. Which is identifying the thing that you think is not important. To make it the most important subject anyway other than that like if you go back to the first episodes that they had when they just had like random people on them talking about art and like in the industry sometimes it's fucking fascinating it's really fucking crazy um because he uh, again i think you get conversations that are honest because they're a part of society that's already thought of as the worst part of society so like what do they have to lose they can't they Who's going to cancel them?
1: It's like Louis C.K.'s latest stand-up. It's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> yeah, life because right. he was like, well, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, there, There's honesty
3: there, which is where the argument comes. This, is, this arose from a conversation between uh, Maggie. Maggie West is a photographer um, who does it. She shoots high fashion, but she decided to actually enter into that world to try to break that barrier and shoot high fashion photos of porn stars because it's like generally you don't cross those those um, industries and she was talking about it from the perspective of actually when you remove all worry about what people think of you because you're just doing this thing and people already have their opinion you get down to pure honesty which is what art is
2: yeah i mean isn't that why um, why i think like comedians are such an important part of society yes because they say the things that Everyone else is too scared to say, mm-hmm. which is why everyone else laughs. But yep. they won't say the things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We need we need like I mean, look, I, I don't think that everyone can be that. But we need more more raw communication and more honesty. But the more that what you say is immortalized in 140 characters on the Internet, the less honest people will be. Well, you can't be honest because being honest hurts like it's it hurts other people to hear people be honest. It is offensive. But that's 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 the point.
1: But I don't think it's offensive. I think it hurts. It only hurts if it's true, right? No, I <laughs> right. And nobody wants to like come forth with the things that are those things, right? They want to hide those things and just be like, no, it's offensive. You can't say that. And you're like, well, it's because that's you, I mean, or that's what you do. That, that's that's, that's you why
2: are. you know Joe Rogan has become Joe Rogan, and, and not just him, but I guess the other people in the intellectual dark web is they're like, we're just gonna not fall in line with everything that's already been out there and we're just gonna right. start saying what we actually believe. And and it sort of comes back to the whole thing about like, you know, what's what's sort of happening with our reality and the whole Emperor's new clothes thing, which is if you let's say like every single day you went out onto the the main road and the Emperor walked down the street with his mm-hmm. new clothes. If you heard some people in the back being like, he's fucking naked, man, mm-hmm. you would want to be like, I want to go listen to what they're saying yeah. because this is all bullshit. That is why this has led to this weird like cultural
3: yeah it's like we- why why are these people popular is it because they're like extremist and fringe you're like no it's because some of the conversations that they're have are genuine right
2: it's it's almost like it's it's like it's rogue but it's the opposite of of an extreme thing it's the only right. thing that's actually true yeah and it doesn't mean that they're right it just means that they're willing to be wrong right whereas everyone else is this is my perspective this is the only thing that's what regardless of the the uh the audience that deems it to be acceptable, they kind of only fit in this line.
1: Well, say, do you think people think this is my perspective or they think this is the acceptable perspective? Therefore it is mine.
2: Well, it comes back to the whole postmodern thing is they think that their truth is the truth. Right. So anything that deviates from that is wrong.
1: And I think most people's truths is not wanting to like rock the boat. So they just fall in line.
2: Oh, I don't know if that's their truth it's just sort of a it's a fear it's a fear of being like ostracized or not accepted by yeah the greater community but if that's
1: like what you're living your life by maybe that's not your truth but it's kind of like what guides them towards finding their truth because it's not really like they're not thinking about it they're just parroting they're just regurgitating they're just doing right well like so in like Rogan's thinking and it might not be right but it's his thoughts. Like he's putting his thought process out. there. Right.
2: It's not, it's not another person's thoughts coming out of his mouth. Right. Like you're seeing with all these, unless you
1: talk about nutrition.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Sure. So like, it's, it's what you're seeing with all these, uh, like real big celebrities with their go out and vote. Their whole political thing is like, these are people who they make their entire living by speaking other people's words. the idea that you should follow them based on their words now it's like your your whole value was in your not your own individual thought. Okay, on
3: a meta uh, kind of subject about what you're talking about, isn't that everybody to some degree? Yes, to like, is, a, I no would such say to a, An original thought to a major degree, you're just seeing like all the variations of thought that have happened. An individual is basically the person who took those things and put them together in an interesting way, and you call them original thinker. But most of those ideas have already been. Elaborate. Yes, on. but yeah, but
2: true. someone who is taking from a large variety of of different viewpoints and bring them together in, you know, their slightly own flavor versus someone who is is regurgitating a very specific angle, which is being like pervade on like a mass scale when it's like when you know, like that, that thing where they put all the, the news anchors and they're all saying yeah, the exact uh-huh, same thing. Uh huh. That's like what I'm talking about. It's, it, there's it's a no, replication. Yeah. it's There's no originality in the your separation between you and another individual. It's not that what you are saying is a brand new original thought. Right. It's that it's not separated from another, which makes it not independent. You should come. You should like if you asked everyone to make like a stew mm-hmm. and then like 60% of people made the exact same stew. Right even if it was good you would get really fucking tired of it whereas if everyone else is like i'm going to get a little bit of this random spice and this thing and that thing regardless of how good or bad it is it's like they decided not to follow the recipe in the book right right and just like i'm going to make what what feels like well, good to me you just well, they- defi-
3: you just literally described political parties. Yeah. How people fall into line to this mimic and echo and whatever you want to call it. And and that's why when people ask who I voted for and I say Trump and they go, why? And it's because Alec Baldwin, I want to watch him for four more years, not Jim Carrey for Biden. That's the only reason. That, honestly, that's probably a that's better a reason than most people I think have. so. I think it's a valid reason. To be fair, I didn't vote and I refused to because... I don't think it makes a
1: difference. But that's your state. that's your greatest yeah. Motivator. Uh, American patriotic thing you could ever do in your life is to vote. Not your right to choose whether you want to vote or not vote or who you want to vote for, but right. the fact that you have to vote because that's the most patriotic, most freedom-laden thing you could ever do, although you have to do it because voting...
3: I mean, I think making American flag porn is the most American patriotic thing
1: that I could ever do.
2: Can you define American flag Would that flag be like porn?
1: a bed sheet or like an outfit or maybe a little from column A, a little from column B? It's definitely POV. <laughs> Are we going to have like red, white, and blue condoms? Or I mean, mm. nobody likes condoms and porn, but you
2: know what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'll lose my audience. I'm
2: <laughs> <laughs> trying to build a following, Keegan. Could Jesus you use Christ. a little bit of like food dye and then like sort of spit out the stars and stripes kind of deal <laughs> every time it's just like a filter they like
3: stars and stripes go everywhere yeah that's pretty good
2: yeah I don't know that's American as fuck I, The yeah, origi- it certainly
3: is the originality thing is interesting because like I see what you're saying but it's 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 a the difference between original conglomeration of ideas and unoriginal copying of ideas is
1: a statistically insignificant amount so is the originality of those ideas like overlaying them onto how society is today but that's diversity the,
3: di- the diversity is the like the 2% difference in uh, the copy from the like inspiration and that makes somebody such a, a different person even though they just alter it slightly but that's that's artists like painters are just slightly different.
1: What's well, the same with like chefs or any coaches? Yeah, yeah. Like, We're
3: still cooking the same food. We're still using the same meat or whatever. Right. It's just your take on it. Yeah. And ideas are no different. And if you just like, I mean like to be fair, if you could copy a McDonald's hamburger in your house, that would be
1: pretty phenomenal. Right. I can't argue with that. Yeah. if you could copy yeah. in and out burger in your house that'd be pretty phenomenal yes okay yeah 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 Actually,
2: maybe 357 talk right. about fucking nuances <laughs>
3: well to, yeah exactly but to, <laughs> classic
2: to, california yeah. huh but <laughs> he must the be reason from Venice.
3: the reason mcdonald's was successful is because their replication process that's what the, they, that's their original thing like, their hamburgers are not good. You just knew you were getting the same thing. They're always the same. And and always in the same, not from the customer side, but actually from the monetary side, the business-making side. Everything
1: is known when it comes to a McDonald's franchise. And that's why people on the Venice Boardwalk go to fucking Starbucks. Right. Because they know they, exactly, they, they exactly they what they're They intentionally
2: get. burn their coffee so it tastes the same. Holy shit,
3: regardless we came they get back to from. that. That yeah. is nuts. But it does make sense. Yeah, You intentionally burn your coffee so it always tastes the same kind of burn. Yeah. That that's where the and that's why you always vote for the same party is because it's intentionally copying these belief systems.
2: Yeah, they're 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 always packaged in the the kind of accepted way. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, a a Bernie Mm -hmm. doesn't get the nomination, even though he has what appeared to be way more support. Mm -hmm. And I'm sad because. I just wanted to see Larry David on SNL because ah! <laughs> if, any, <laughs> if, if anything that was probably the best out of anything we've had in recent history. That's true. Larry David's fucking amazing. And
3: he,
1: uh, he I don't so want to go effort. down this rabbit hole too far but that goes back to that conflict resolution or whatever the mm-hmm. conflict book was that I stole from you. That's conflict communication? Yes. With the lizard brain and the monkey brain mm-hmm. and the lizard brain, I believe it's a lizard brain, always wants to do what is perceived as safe. So yeah, you I look at a Starbucks it. and you inherently for most people go, I know exactly what that is. I've gone there before. When I go there, I know what I'm going to get. Therefore, I believe going there is the right choice where you look at whatever the mom and pop stores are called on the boardwalk and you go, yeah, I mean, it looks good. It's cool. They got stuff, but I don't know anything about that place, so I'm not going to go there. Same thing with possibly the Bernie Sanders, the other candidates. As a country, we go, we don't really know what we're going to get with them. He's been vice president before. It feels safe. And I'm not saying it's like a conscious necessarily thought process. But. No, I think you're right. And I would bring it back. That
3: circles back to kind of the, you know, if we want to go back to the economic, you know, diversity fixing communism, socialism kind of experiment that some people want to run. The The real danger isn't in like, I'm not worried about my tax dollars necessarily. I think the real danger is in supporting other people's lives with other people's money is that you actually kill creativity on how to how to choose a different life. Right. And and that's my other problem with that theory is you go like you kind of have to deny the existence of will or the ability for the the like human spirit to rise above its condition,
2: which it, is the best part about anybody. It it's the uh um the idea that like you know the there's going to be a more risk that comes with more freedom right it's that right. that lion meme yeah. that was going around mm-hmm. right like free healthcare free yeah. food free yeah. shelter the lion's in a cage yeah. versus a lion in the plane. like look that lion could die tomorrow right but it's free yeah and the the idea that like we need to make sure that everything or everyone is like safe again comes down to like if you you're you want to be preventing the natural order which creates hierarchies. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're going to remove individuality. You're going to move. We're going to, it's like re- a
1: societal neutering.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, it comes back to the same thing where the, like there's everyone, there might be no inequality, but there's no, well, there will always be like a massive elite, you know, right. big gap, but then there's no upward mobility. Right. It's like, would you rather have a little bit more, but never have the potential to have, more, more than so, more or, than X, or right. less, but you have the potential to right. do anything. Right. And I mean, look, some people want the safer option, and some people don't. Yeah. So, the the problem is, is you they want the training wheels. Yeah. You and they, but they forever. Right. Like you will never be able to do any sort of cool. You trick can never take anything. a yeah. You can't take never a turn take a fast. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. The 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 tricky thing is is how do you structure society that allows the people who want to branch out to branch out. You
3: change the value system as opposed to the things that you can attain because that that is the problem. We're looking at equality as like a material acquisition when in reality the most valuable thing, the most valuable attribute about any human isn't what they own. It's their ability to overcome adversity. That's the quality that we're looking for. Like in every human being, it's not the fact that they own yachts. It's the fact that they came from, you know, poor, like circumstances and they worked really hard and they went through cancer and they fought it or they did all of these things that their ability to suffer and continue going and become successful despite all the odds. That's the quality we appreciate. Not the fact that they have the stuff.
1: And that's why everybody hates Trump. Yeah. He was born rich.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's why there's nothing I mean that could be honestly why just like there's nothing to appreciate the guy. Like I don't I I get why some people like
2: him because they're confused about what's valuable. I mean it's interesting that before he ran for president this time around, yeah. you know he's done it like kind of a half ass a bunch of times, but until recently, he was a major celebrity as far as like he had the apprentice show uh-huh. and he was a political Uh, not political, uh, like a a public uh, pop culture sort of Uh icon as someone of like wealth. Like Uh he would be like in like rap videos and stuff because he was in home alone, man. Yeah, he was in home alone. Um, he, he exemplified. Sure. Just a certain status, but not the achievement of the status. Just, just stuff. Yeah. Just having it. And and to be
3: fair, Biden probably has more actual money than him.
2: (laughs) If you count debt and stuff, yeah, probably. That's what I mean. It's
3: like uh, so perception then becomes he's actually the perception of wealth, which is actually the perception of leverage, Right, gold toilets and shit. Exactly, like all of the stuff. It's like, but that comes
2: back to credit, right? If people perceive that you have value, then yeah, they they think in the future, then you can you can create real value from perceived value.
3: But like the value is in lasting. The the value is in having like the ability to to overcome odds not to have stuff right i mean he's made it through quite a few bankruptcies somehow but the real adversity isn't that the real adversity is generally physical or it's generally it's on that plane and he just doesn't go there most people don't <clears throat> but you meet the person who does and you're like that fucking dude like that guy that guy is a fucking insane person i'd want him on my team
2: yeah, I mean you you want, you want someone who, you know that if you get into some shit, yeah, you can get out of it, right? <clears throat> who's the
3: who's the politician from Texas with the eye patch? Dan Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Yeah, Crenshaw, that dude. I don't know very much about his policy. Don't care. He's been through some shit. I already trust him a thousand times. He more. He looks like
1: a pirate. I love him.
3: Yeah. Other than other politicians, he, and and I, I I would think equally of. The same thing. If it was, it has nothing to do with party affiliation. So I
2: mean, like I, I, I am not completely well versed on his policy. Mm-hmm. I probably like him for the most part. He seems like a cool dude. But what's you know? Do you know why so many people know who he is? Because he was on SNL. They they yeah, made, they made fun, fun of him because him, yeah. of his iPod. Yeah, for sure. Which yeah. is wild. Because if you want to get into the kind of like, he's probably in the next four or eight years going to be in the line. Going to be in yeah, line for sure. Right, and he's going to have. He has a major following. Yeah. And it's kind of funny that a obviously like, you know, left leaning, media thing like television yeah. thing like SNL was that create, propped Pete, him up Pete Davidson that yeah, first yeah. made fun of him yeah. and yeah. got blasted for it and, and the then, thing is and he came on and he wasn't even mad he was just yeah, he like took it it's like cool a champ. it's just no he, yeah, he actually fine.
3: well because he's a politician and he understood that that was his like that was a that was a jumping point yeah and the cooler you are about it or sometimes the worse you are about it like being fanatically and you know uh, being so fucking offended is the other way that you could act like there, one of the other strategies? Extremes. yeah yeah, and he was just cool with it. Like, ah, it didn't even, like, yeah, it's kind of
2: fucked up that he said it, but also kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting that, you know, in, even, again, going back to, like, the Trump's thing with, like, Apprentice, like, yeah. his celebrity status was elevated by your, the people in like, popular culture and people who watch TV. Right. And then it's, like, cool, 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 and then all of a sudden the power you've given this person say, and even when he was running for president, CNN was just airing him because he was great for ratings. Like, yeah, listen to what this dumb, dumbass yeah. said, trying then, to make the, trying to
3: make the Republican party
2: look right. Bad. And then yeah. before you know it, it's like, oh shit, we created a fucking monster. Ooh. And I, I, it's uh, maybe it comes back to the whole like foresight thing. It's like, you are, you are creating this thing. That's going to end up it's like destroying bad you. incentives. Yeah. Like, what.
3: Well, <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of what's going on. Like what you get attention for and how you go about getting it is more important than the actual attention you get. And I think that like if you're building a following or God forbid you're a politician, you're you're going to have to do things that um, the result, that your success has to do with like a lack of integrity. That's the only way it can work because our incentives are like this person has to be well known. Right, they have to be popular because people aren't going to do research. It's not like looking into political theory is a pastime of most Americans. Right, therefore, what you what you vote on has nothing to do with issues or political theory. It has to do with like something superficial or just like recognition. Yeah, R- superficial. Yeah, right. Like, oh, it's I buy Tide brand because you know molecularly. Tide detergents are developed in a way. It's like, no, you saw the commercial and the orange flashy thing like imprinted in
2: your brain and you think that's a good detergent. See, I buy Tide because years back Camille LeBlanc bazinet did an ad for them. Which did she? I it was like it was like the first time that uh I, mean, I don't even buy Tide, but whatever. Uh it was like the first time that like someone who got fame from like CrossFit. Yeah, crossed over into something that exists in the real world yeah and she was literally her and like i remember it as clear as day there was a box of tide on the beach she was just jumping behind it like this and i was just sitting there going oh shit like that's camille yeah like that that's camille wait this is like this is a real thing though this is a real product that like real people buy when did this happen
1: yeah yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about because like
2: before it's like cool you're sponsored by rogue or like yeah, it was
1: fitness or, stuff or, or, or electric. bar or whatever yeah. Yeah. it is. Yeah, or a supplement company. Yeah, there's,
2: there's like a thousand people in the world who buy this product, and now you're going to the largest laundry detergent brand in the country.
3: Yeah, that's
2: it's just fucking nuts. wild.
3: I wonder. I wonder what that board meeting on that is like. Hey, uh, we need to kind of diversify, get into young, what are young people into. And somebody's like CrossFit, and you're like, cool. Find the person who wins that shit, put them on a commercial. Procter & Gamble board meeting over. How much should we pay them? I don't know. A couple million? Like, oh, that's way too much. Okay. A h- couple hundred thousand. <laughs> They'll say yes to anything. They're a CrossFitter. I mean, it's true. It, right? yeah. <laughs> Especially back then. That's, What's what it, the, I mean, that's what this episode is called. <laughs> say yes to anything.
2: What is, like, I mean, did any of you follow the games at all this year? I yeah. did, Yeah. Like, all I did was I would look in the morning and be like, oh, look, Matt and T are ahead by a million My points. My favorite
1: <laughs> part of the games this year, which there was not many, was that because there were so few competitors, I just watched from start to finish on Sunday, and I was done with it. Yeah. I just, it, like, left it on the TV. They came yeah. over. We had food. We hung out. Yeah. Every once in a while, you're like, oh, cool, Matt Fraser just snatched three bars at, you know, what was it, 250, 65, and yeah. 85 and 44 Sorry. seconds right on you're gonna win the games who didn't know that
2: i mean when when the pool is five people there's no like there's oh, no parody there's no there's no like specialist to kind of knock them down that's kind of kinda our point as we brought up it's like okay he's the
3: best general we know that he's the best but can you design something that's challenging because so many different people can come in and get points doing random shit v- way better than him like, could you, could you throw in, like, a 2,000-meter fucking open water swim and he might get knocked down a notch because somebody swam, you know, professionally? But whatever? I think
1: to his point, though, like, because it's only five people, you'd have to get lucky to find, like, a specialist – exactly that yeah. would at least knock him down so much that it would have made a difference because there would, would always yeah.
2: be someone to make it to the games who was like you know the, the big weightlifting guy yeah, or, the, yeah, yeah. or the best in. Oh, and guy.
1: there's the, the Jordan Troy and you know yeah, yeah. That, he would win the swimmer event every yeah. year
2: or like a Jared yeah. Enderton or, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. where it's like they're gonna be you know in the 20s somewhere yeah Mac but they're gonna,
3: he can't be in first in every fucking right, right.
2: event except for he, he was this for year. sure Yeah, And did I mean, he lose
1: any he got second, uh, he got second in like second two of, of them yeah something like that it's weird. I saw an article. Who the fuck posted it? Uh, fucking Kyle Spears. Mm. I, I doubt Kyle listens to this. If he does, I hate you for posting this, Kyle. It was like comparing Fraser to Michael Phelps. Oh right, right, right. And because like, of the percentage, the percentage over he won place. over yeah. the field. I'm like, okay, we're we're not talking about the same thing. Also just to clarify michael
3: phelps didn't have four other competitors it was the fucking olympics exactly no no i'm
1: it's apple it's apples and oranges like we're talking about somebody that trained for a very specific thing for four years against everybody in the in the world you go that's crossfit no no it's not
2: that's not crossfit
1: it's it sounds the same but it's not it's not
2: the same right if if the if the events were the same every single year
1: right Yeah maybe. Then maybe it would be it, it would be
2: you would at least be able to be like
1: this is the same sport. Matt Fraser's oh. not competing against somebody that was when they were 4 years old they went I want to go to the Olympics and they got swimming lessons and yeah. a swimming coach and they did all the shit. He's going against people that are like I got really lucky in the open online qualifier really good events for me. So here cuz like half the guys in the field you're like who the fuck is that? I I like kind of heard the name before, but I don't fucking remember them doing anything. And now all of a sudden it's Matt Frazier and four people you've never heard of. And then all the five girls you're like, Oh yeah, those are the top five best girls generally speaking every year. I mean, an online qualifier already is kind of ridiculous. Like you, you can't, are they going to do that because of COVID now for the Olympics? (sighs) I was about
3: to say, if you ever saw that in Olympics, it'd be the end of the Olympics.
2: Yeah. Because well, I mean, you'd see a drastic shift. So, I mean, before this year, I think we could say that like CrossFit in the sense of the sport and the games has already peaked, right? It's on its yeah. way down. I feel, I mean, I stopped caring about it. That was it. my prediction. Yeah. yeah. And, and who knows with what happens with like COVID and then the whole like Glassman turnover thing and changing ownership. But like, well, they're not racist anymore, so they should do better. Got it. Got it. So like, where do they go from here? Like, what the fuck happens? Well, that, they, they haven't opened in three
3: months. <laughs> My 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 question towards that is like I don't care because what I saw was not creative. Right. Like the 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 games expressed actual, no interest to me because they took people who are fairly capable of uh, like of insane things. Like they had some tests that you're like, holy fuck. Um and then they just did this, you know, dog and pony show where you're like, Oh yeah, they're just putting them through what looks crazy. But there's no There's no real question as to who... There was no competition there. There was no, like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what that feels like. It it was all kind of mundane. And the games, I don't think, have ever been like that
2: before. Well, there also is zero competition, right? Like, Tia and and Matt are going on, like, four and five years winning now, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's never close. (laughs) And, I mean, like, like, what the fuck is it? Because, I mean, granted, they... They train together. They're right. all in Cookville with Froning. Like, right? I mean, it could just be they have all the resources, right? They have all of the equipment. They have the best training partners. But like, to be that far ahead of everyone else does not point to like any specific thing that really makes sense. And it would
3: make me consider. Like, I, I get that they like having champions or whatever, and it's dominant. But at some point, yeah, I would be like fuck these people i'm gonna come up with a test specifically that identifies different like different trends that are required for the unknown and the unknowable like that and maybe matt would win but i don't know but maybe not by like 700 points yeah like your first
1: event you're like 100k run go fuck yourself i mean even last year they were talking about a little bit like oh yeah last year was like his closest finish you're like a fucking sandbag fell out of his backpack. Like, I-, I get it's an accident and shit happens, but the only reason Noah was even close to him was because that happened, yeah, yeah, well, which is not indicative of fitness. It's indicative of <clears throat> shitty equipment. In, right. I,
2: I, I, bl- I could be slightly wrong, but I want to say, like, in each of the last three years, Matt could have not done the final two events and still won. I, I think that's... Like, you know, being like 200 points oh, yeah. kind I, of... I, I think
1: last year, all he had to do was like finish the last event or something like that. I mean, you
2: can't like, you know, you have to do the event. But I mean, as far as points wise, well, yeah. But I mean, like
1: this year, he could have probably not done anything on day two. Been like, I'll take zeros and potentially still won.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, it's as long, I think as long as there is just the CrossFit games as far as like Castro's in charge kind Mm -hmm. of thing until that, like, what's that thing that like, that like, like OPT and like other people sort of oh, made fuck her. like oh, the, international fitness. Thing.
1: Oh, the or, v- USA functional fitness league or whatever. Or what,
2: well, not like a league, but it's like a, the, their attempt to create a governing body to perhaps go to the Olympics but one it, day. It
1: is. I think it is a league. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know. Or, but or, 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 whatever it is, it's it's a governing it's, body. Yeah. It's thing. country against country for yeah.
2: until like, at least until it's no longer like the Castro show. It's, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same thing. Yeah. I mean I don't I I really stop I stopped caring like I could just I I used to be fucking all about it.
3: Yeah, I mean it, it's it's actually it was exciting. I was, I was pretty bummed this year cuz I'm generally like at least like watching it. I, yeah. I like
1: I mean cuz we yeah. do similar shit in the yeah. gym like I I like seeing kind of like how all that stuff play out and how yeah. people approach things. And you know, listening to them talk afterwards and their thoughts on workouts, like I think yeah. it's great. I hate listening to people when they're like, "CrossFit's the best," this programming's awesome. When like Matt Fraser's like, "Programming <clears throat> sucked," or Pat Vellner's like, "This was a horrible game."s Like, mm-hmm. I want to see that because I think it's real and it's mm-hmm. honest, and I don't want to hear the like, gl- 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 like choking down Castro's cock because it's they're the like, ultimate oh, the... test so, of fitness. So because everybody wants to make money. That
2: and... that brings us back to the 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 public discourse in yeah. politics, right? Yep. it's you want the real thing you want people giving the real opinions and not people just being like towing the party line kind of deal
1: yeah that's why I like Frazier way more than Froning and I think Froning's great like I think he's a great athlete I'm sure he's a good dude but every time you ever talk to Froning or listen to Froning in an interview it's always like best programming ever CrossFit will like change your life it'll get you in shape better than anything else CrossFit 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 and Froning's just like and Frazier's just kind of like yeah I work hard and I do my own shit and you know hard work pays off quote unquote is his thing or whatever but it's never like this like gagging like balls deep on the crossfit dick and i, I just appreciate that i guess
2: yeah it's it's something that's at least more real yeah,
1: yeah. I lo- i'm in the gagging well we've <laughs> talked about large penises with you quite a yeah. bit so we know where you stand yeah. with all that i mean, back, I mean even like <laughs> just keep i think after one of subjects. the events i think it was a snatch they're like oh man like was it really hard for you to do this without music or no, it was after the first workout
2: without fans, without fans or something, no, without music.
1: Oh, was there no music? There was no music. Oh, and Fraser went, music caused COVID. And I have no idea. (laughs) And Fraser was like, I thought it was fucking great. I don't ever work out with music. I want to hear my own thoughts. I want to listen to my breathing. Every time I'm in my garage gym doing workouts, there's never music playing. I'm like, it's pretty rad
3: kind of but i also go what a fucking sociopath he doesn't like music he probably likes hurting kids i don't know like i'm I, sure he does but it makes him a
1: phenomenal crossfit athlete sure
3: hurting like, kids like hurting
2: kids hurting yeah like a-
0: H-
1: herding yeah. H-E-R-D. Yeah. Yeah. yeah lambert herds kids yeah. i just felt honest to me as opposed to just being like oh man it was so hard without music you like, yeah. "No, it's not
3: no it's not at all it just means there's nothing else exciting i mean the same thing is true of like Watching people not get amped in UFC because there's no real crowd. Yeah. And it's like awkward as fuck. Yeah. Because uh, there's no one to like. I it's just the glorified to, sparring session. To posture yeah. to.
2: So like I'm a very casual UFC fan. Okay. Like I'll just like I'll watch it here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, But there's something about like watching people fight that's just like a pure display of like it's the most basic i I think i think
3: it's the best example of like fitness or survivability or whatever you want to try to prove through athletics fighting somebody i think
1: is probably the best example
2: i haven't felt like the lack of crowd diminishes it much and i kind of like from a viewer i don't but i've heard fighters do yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, i'm talking about like as a viewer Yeah. yeah um i feel like i can like hear i can hear what's going on like the 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 impact sound and like the breathing and all that and it feels like i'm way more closer like actually watching a fight in real life
3: right um except you forget about that person that's like oh shit what's a
2: rap company that was like all stars or something world star world star yeah world star Star. (laughs) um but as like a lifelong diehard basketball fan and like specifically like laker fan the team I care more about anything else in the world just won the championship, and I did not give a fuck. Watching these games without fans, yeah. it felt like I was just watching, like, a just, like, guys. Yeah, scrimmage. Yeah. It lost, like, all of its excitement, all of its allure. Um, it The entire time I was watching, I was, like, I was aware that this isn't the real thing. And, I, I mean, I think there's an
1: energy that crowds bring to any athletic event that can literally change the dyna- the dynamic of what's happening based on what the crowd is doing. Yeah, and I think fighting's no different.
2: No, I mean you're not, you're not wrong. There there's certainly something like whenever you see two people competing in, or two, you know, opposing forces competing, a crowd will form. Like shit you see two homeless people fighting on the street, which I see all the time, people stop and go, "Shit, who's like what's going on over there? Who's going to win this one?" Right. It's just it's innate part of our human, it's, you know, our human nature. I ju- I just thought that as And again, it's not really a big deal, but like the UFC, there was just, there was a realness to it that I don't think I would have been able to like feel.
1: Well, it's because fighting is actually real where basketball is a made up thing. Yeah. Like I know UFC is made up, but the act of fighting has been around forever.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, the Greeks played basketball, didn't they? I don't
2: think so.
1: I'm just joking. (laughs) They, They did. It was just with like baskets in front of a guillotine right and then the head goes yeah
2: three-pointer
1: that's how i got confused or something like that
3: well i guess that's a wrap we went from politics to crossfit so i think we found the end that's the gutter <laughs> yeah, fair enough For naturally today. uh and
1: josh goldstein is uh what are you guess of the year
2: basically at this point i don't know I, maybe I, that would be an honor
1: i figured i'd introduce you at the end of the podcast yeah there's the definitely
2: people still listening yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on all right cheers